Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded Welcome to all. Yes, you have just tuned in to the Exceptional Scribble Show. This is episode number 70. Yes, indeed, 70. Ladies and gentlemen, we made it this far by faith. And I want to give a big shout out to all of my family, and I speak not only of those that are blood relatives of mine, but I'm speaking to those who are my spiritual family out there. Yes. And truly, 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 tonight, this show, this 70th episode is dedicated to every scribe. Yes, to all the poets, all the spoken word artists, all the literary artists, all the writers, all of the scribes, because without you, where would sacred text be? We would have none today. We would have nothing, nothing to serve as record to testify of what was and, and what will someday be. So for all of you who are writers out there who don't esteem yourself highly, or maybe you just don't think highly of your gift. To be a scribe is a divine appointment. You were endowed by the divine, by your creator, with that gift. And in case you didn't know it, that is a 
just a flare of grace, divine creativity. That is something beyond measure. You cannot put a price on it. Don't take it lightly, ladies. Don't take it lightly, gentlemen. Don't take it lightly, boys, and don't take it lightly, girls. So I just wanted to say that. And for tonight, yes, we have a soundtrack of the night. The soundtrack of the night is Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill from the 1998 LP. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The music still sounds just as fresh today and tonight as it sounded when it first was released. That's the thing about good music. It never grows old. It stays fresh. It's never going to become stale. So for everyone tuning in tonight, you're in for a treat. Yes, to all the poets, spoken word artists, literary artists, and scribes, Tonight is your night to shine. Bring your best poetry and share some love. You will not want to miss out on the opportunity to spread some love via poetry, via your pen. Let your pen testify of the love that's deep down on the inside of you. Yes, indeed. I want to give a big shout-out to Mr. DSR. He's been with me from the beginning. We started off just chilling, uh, laying back in the cut and listening to the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Just got finished listening to Zion. And I'm telling you, the song inspires. It truly inspires your soul. If you ever thought about not doing the right thing, Listen to the song, listen to Zion, listen to that song. It will redirect your thinking. Ladies, yes, ladies, speaking to the ladies right now, speaking to the mothers right now, remember the life that is born, the life that is developing within your womb has a divine purpose. The life is lent to you. You are a carrier of that life. But the creator is the origin of that life. So think smart. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Yes, indeed. I'm going to play that song one more time, and then we're going to go right into some slamming poetry, because I know that everyone's ready for that tonight. have a brief delay with the sound system and we'll we'll be back in track. 
Yes, and yes, and yes. I just have to say, wow, I'm telling you. When the music and the frequencies of the artist are one in the light and the vibrations 
or truth, this is what you get. You get that music that stirs the soul to do something and to do something timely and something positive. So I just want to give a big shout out now to the artist that we just heard music by, none other than Lauren Hill. She's gone through some trials and tribulations, but as always, every soldier does go through trials and tribulations, but they never, ever quit. So a big shout out to Lauren Hill. Because we know that she's still on top of her game. No matter what you hear about her in the press, anything that's negative, always know this. The media hypes negative news, whether it's valid or invalid. Why? Because that's what they get paid for. That's their job. They're on their assignment. So, ladies and gentlemen, artists, poets, spoken word artists, scribes, writers, it is you and I who must be smarter than they. We are to be accountable to ourselves as artists true to the craft, and saying this, if it's not the truth, I won't promote it. If I do not have the facts presented, bearing the evidence and burden of proof that what's being talked about or what's being published is accurate, then I will not carry a bone. Leave the bones to the dogs, ladies and gentlemen. We're smarter than they are. And it's time for us as artists to promote what is the truth. One thing I can say about this particular artist, Lauren Hill, is the following. She's still true to her craft as an artist. Ladies and gentlemen, remain true to your craft. I want to acknowledge in the call queue tonight, I have, it looks like, wordplay. Welcome, wordplay, for you to hear. Thank you, beloved. How are you this evening? Yes, yes. Um. Fran the Sage Poet, signing in for the evening. Just wanting everyone to know, I see you out there, those that are in the chat room. I see Lady of Love just called in all the way from sunny Florida. Hey. Good evening. <laughs> How are you? It definitely is sunny down here. It it may be, let me, let me just so that I don't tell a lie about it. Okay. So doggone hot today, but we just had some rain, so it cooled it down. We're down to 79. It was 100 earlier. Oh, wow. Oh, my. We didn't get that high. I think for Philly, we were maybe 80, between 83 and 85, 
but we had thunderstorms, we had lightning, and then the sun came out at 4.30, almost 5 o'clock. Hmm. And the sun is just now setting. After all that stormy weather, lightning, thundering, it was dark. I was like, what? At 2 o'clock, it looked like 9 o'clock at yep. night. <laughs> God was talking to the eastern seaboard because we I had, feel that we have yes. much of the same. Yes. yes, yes, indeed. I thank you for saying that. Matter of fact, I second that. <laughs> second that motion. Our maker was definitely saying something to us today. I said, "What is this?" I, I and I look for the rainbow now. I'm sure. I'm sure. Some section of the city in yes. Philadelphia saw it. I just didn't. But I was looking for it as I was driving. As I was driving at that time when that contrast broke out, I said, wow, this is awesome. To see the sky just completely change from dark to light, that was just amazing. Uh, wow. He's speaking to his universe and those who who are, you know, um, attuned to the signs, they're, they're picking up on it because it's vibing different, you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And I was saying, I said, wait a minute. I said, this rain is not usual. This is not the usual rain. This is different. It was. I just kept saying it as I'm driving, and I felt it. It was like a feeling with it. It was just like, this is just really something different here. This is, it, it's, it's, Definitely not the norm, <laughs> you know. I even turned off the television in reverence. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All right. That's right. We got to reverence. I tell you, we've got to reverence. Amazing. I'm I'm going to come right back to you, Lady of Love, and then we're going to get started with some fine poetry because I know you being the host of the poetry concert, I know you have some fine poetry to break on us tonight and our minds truly already. So we're coming right back to you. Hold on tight. We'll be right back. Fine. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. Wordplay for you to hear. Thank you so much. How are you? I am fine, sir. I am fine. I am so honored that you would join me on the panel of the Exceptional Scribble Show tonight. This is a special episode. This is our 70th. And um, I was just doing a little reading up on the number 70 and, and its uh, spiritual significance and its significance in general. And it's just amazing, you know, so much um, as I was just sharing, even on today with the um, weather, it was just so different for me. I never experienced what I experienced today actually riding through a very torrential rainstorm, and it was a, a lightning storm, actually, and seeing the sky transitioning or or, or the contrast from a dark, uh, stormy uh, sky to a sunny, fair sky, and literally I heard birds after all the dark clouds were gone and nothing was left but the sunshine and the rain stopped falling, I could hear birds chirping as though there was never a storm. I had never experienced nothing like that in my life. It was just so surreal, I tell you. It it humbles you. You know, it, it, it humbles. Yes. Oh, my. So I'm just kind of like in that humble state right now, just open to whatever the powers that be 
uh, have chosen to be for tonight. I'm looking forward to all the artists that are going to come through to just shine their light and share their love via poetry. And you are definitely, you are definitely one uh, of the very um, distinguished poets of this era. I would definitely have to say one of the uh, sage uh, poets of this era. I, I donned the name Fran the Sage Poet, but I'm still growing into that, and I have no problem with saying that. I am still uh, coming. It's a still. It's still a coming into. Uh, um, I would say a, a coming into being that for me. And as I'm You're evolving, there. yeah, yeah, you know, it, it's an honor to meet those that are there and those that know that way <laughs> and have been. You know, and, it, it, and for me, it, it's a thing where I really want to thank you for even putting me in that category because I too feel like I still have a long way to go. Mm. And I've heard your stuff and I know what you're capable of and I know that you're there. I can feel it. That vibration is telling me that you're there. And so congratulations to you on, you said the 70th show? Yes, the 70th. That, that is excellent. That is really a beautiful thing. And, and that in you. and of itself says that you have arrived. I mean, oh, and, wow. and so it's, it's strange how that all comes back in full circle. And um, yes. even, even the song that you played tonight, um, that Lauren Hill is on point. And there was something about that song from the first time that I heard it where it just resonated. And, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're there. Trust and believe. You are there. <laughs> you have arrived and you're and you're lighting the path for the rest of us. So, so thank you, sister. Oh, thank you. That is so, oh, wow, so uplifting, so uplifting. I And I share, I, I must share in that honor with my uh, co-host in her absence, uh, Queen Nikki Ferdow Spirit, Queen Nikki Taplin. She's uh, on the road at this time. She's an actress as well as a, a poet and scribe. So she'll be back with us on this panel uh, starting sometime the end of August or early September and I have a uh, another co-host, Queen Zipporah Thelman. She does the uh, facilitating for our publishing tips hour from 10 p.m. to 11 p.m. So I, you know, I can't do it alone. I, I've been privileged to have a team, and the three of us queens, we just, uh, we're just true. We're just true to doing this, knowing it's not about us. It is about every artist out there having their opportunity to spread their love via their gift on this platform. And this platform was designed to grant them the privilege of acquiring the exposure that they are entitled to and should receive as well as the recognition and honor for their blessing via their gift. So, you know, we're just trying to get things like it need to be, and I, I just thank everyone. It always comes out and shows their love and support. I really do. Well, you three are definitely the trinity and uh, uh, saying that, that teamwork makes a dream work. And, and, oh, and, and, I love it. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing, and, 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 and anybody who can't see it, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. don't want to see it because, I mean, this you can see with your eyes closed. Um, it's, you're there. Your team is there. And, and, and what you're doing is, is excellent. So, so oh, thanks so much. Wow. Much, much appreciation. Um, we thank you. We truly do. Um, we're going to get started with this poetry tonight because I just feel that there's that, you know, that special vibe in the air. <laughs> so we're going to go with that at this moment, and we're going to start with Lady of Love all the way from sunny Florida, and then we're coming back to you, word play, for you to hear. And then we're going to southwest Louisiana. We have a poetess uh, from Louisiana uh, in the call queue. So we're going to have us a good old time, and as the other callers call in to share poetry, uh, we will have some surprise guests calling in as well. Um, my, uh, of course, hope is that everyone will be inspired to take their artistry to the next level tonight. It's all about building on what we've already established. 70 means just that. <laughs> exactly. That's yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Lady Thank of you. Love, welcome back. Thank my dear. Thank you. It's, it's absolutely a privilege and an honor because um, numerology is a, a ministry, and uh, we, we've gone so far away from that. You know, we really mm. not, you know, re- really not attuned to it, but seven, I do mm-hmm. know that the number seven is God's perfect number, and the number of ten, I believe, is his laws and ordinances, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, the ten commandments, because there were only ten given at that particular time, and then as the people, and I just like to use what it is, became so unruly, um, the Lord allowed Moses to put down the other, I think it's 663 or either 673, to try to bring some kind of um, uh, balance in the madness that was going on on the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 77 is actually absolutely a significant, 70 is an absolute significant number. And um, as my always, I sent you a little congratulations, sent you a little, little flower and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> From Much lady, appreciated. Lady of Love at the Poetry Concert. And this evening, I'm going to bring in your hearing, I feel it's appropriate because of the nature of our conversation as we opened up this morning, I mean this Mm -hmm. evening, it's called Blessed. All right, Blessed. Ma'am, it's called Blessed. Well, grace the mic with your presence, and we accept your gift, peace and blessings. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. When I think of your goodness, my soul cries, hallelujah, praise your holy name. I could have been lost or dead in my sins, but I received your sacrificial blood offering for me. I am so blessed and highly favored of you, precious Savior. You never left my side. There were times I walked in silence as your loving hand guided me around the many 
dangers, toils, and snares, that I stand to testify how you led me all around each and every one. Right there, I thank you. The snares I know today were for my tests to teach the lessons of my gained experiential degree. I tore the fabric of my heart, but praise you, Father, your eternal love mend, reinforced, and solidified every fiber and placed a whole heart and a right spirit within this earthen vessel. Lord, I praise you. I have encountered many afflictions and disappointments that would have toppled most and some more. Each and every one you lifted me out of them. Mm. With your mighty hand and the total of my faith in you. In my distress, you quickly hear my cry and your love seals every leak, fortifying me whole. Bless you, loving Father. I shed tears of joy, for in you I find the greatest of all loves, and you have taught me the tenets and constitution of agape love. I adore you, Adonai, the everlasting arm of eternal love. You instructed, let that offended spirit die quickly, and with me it can't live long. God, help me to teach this the more. I bow my head in your presence, Holy One, and worship you in peace. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. I tell you, that's a very, very sacred piece. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. It it brings tears uh, because I, I was in a holy place when that was delivered to me. Mm. I had transcended this place and I had been caught up. I know it was lawful for me to be there because he brought me there and Mm. he gave me that and he gave me that. Mm. And I blessed his name and I worshipped him because I knew without a shadow of a doubt that I belonged to him. Mm -hmm. Awesome, lady of love. Awesome. I tell you, uh, so many times I, I I believe that we're ushered into that other place, that sacred place. And for some of us, we tarry there, but for others, we don't. I think sometimes, uh, you know, if we're not spiritually in sync at that moment, we aren't ready to go there. And we tend to pull back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we'll quench the spirit that's taking us exactly. to that plane, that higher plane where we must go to because we're spirits inside of bodies. We that's need right. that time of refreshing. We need to be revived. You know, our spirits mm-hmm. need reviving. And if we don't get it, oh, my, we're like a death. We're like dry bones. We're dead. Yes. You know, what can we do? Where can we go? You know, what can we say to anyone? Nothing. Um, yeah, our wells are empty. We have nothing exactly. if we're not constantly being replenished. So I commend you on being willing to go there. Mm-hmm. 
being willing to go there. And I think that's the testimony we all need to have and we all should have because if we're not willing, we can't go. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes that mind, that heart, that spirit that's willing, and I commend you on having that. I thank you so much because Mm -hmm. when the composition comes, I'm not a typist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a hunt and pecker kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, and when when the anointing comes across and it mm-hmm. lays and rests upon my shoulders and it just comes all the way down, mm. I, my fingers move at lightning speed. Mm. I have no control over them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I can do is put down what he gives me. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> Ooh, I, it is I, I awesome. felt that. And Ooh. it's awesome. And what happens is when, when he leaves, it's like a release. It's mm-hmm. like a release. It's like, you know. Mm. And you're, you're, you're like almost like in a twinkle twilight, you know, because mm-hmm. you knew he was there. And it's hot. It's hot. Mm. And I'm sweating. It's mm. hot. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Life. Beautiful, beautiful thing. I can't say different. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you've never experienced it, boy, you have, you've just missed it. I don't know. Maybe it's just not your time for him to show up. Mm, But whenever he does, he will show out. You don't feel something. Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. I tell you, I'm speechless. I'm on the inside. I'm just. Stirring up, <laughs> just that's joy, what you do. joy, 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 I tell you. Yes, yes, that's exactly what this was designated for, to stir up our gifts. Mm. Stir up the gifts inside of us because we have a work to do here on this earth. I tell mm-hmm. you over and over and over again, we are the Latter-day Prophets. Mm-hmm. There's our voice that will be heard. You know, we're not the ones that, you know, we we don't have no buffoon shows going on. We're telling it straight. Mm. Um, You know, uh, they don't want to hear it from us because a a lot of times Mm -hmm. we're very, very raw. Um, But they will hear. They will hear. They will hear. Oh, yeah. Mm. We 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 have we had to get raw because the pretty language wasn't wasn't uh, doing anything. They continued <laughs> right. to do this. They continued to do the same thing. That's know? it. That's so, it. So now we they have just to weren't listening. That's yeah, right. No. It was too pretty. It, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we had to put we had to put a couple of s's and a couple of f's in it. <laughs> a couple of m's, and, you know, d's, and all kinds of you know different letters and stuff to kind of express it a little bit, you know. Now they're kind of listening. Oh, but they're balking about it, you know. What are you saying it like a lot for? Wow, you wouldn't hear it when it was pretty. So now maybe yeah. I put some ugly on it. Maybe this will get your attention. It's the same message. Same. I just I just got a couple of ugly words in it now. <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said, I tell you. That's that's it. That's it. Amen. Well, I appreciate the love, Lady of Love, and we will definitely be hearing some more of your blessings. I tell you, that poem, Blessed, was truly a blessing to hear. Thank you so much for sharing it. 
Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. We'll come back to you. We're going to uh, one of the stages of this day, and I am truly not lying when I say this, word play for you to hear, truly. He is one of the sages of our day. Welcome back to the mic wordplay for you to hear. Thank you very much. Um, Lady of You're Paul welcome. Set it on fire. She really um, <laughs> yes. brought that thing and the way that it should have been brought in. And so, I mean, mm. I, I um, yeah, she's a tough act to follow. She really is. But yes, I'm going to do my best. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. I'm going to play off of one of the songs that you played earlier, and that's that Zion, because okay. I think about that. And when I yes, wrote indeed. this piece, I wrote this piece to this music, and I've since changed the music, but I'm going to, I'm going to go back to it. Can you know something? Can you go to the next caller and then come to me? Because I just got a call that I have to take. Yes, yes, I will okay. definitely. I'm going to still be on hold, but. I'll, and okay. I'll come right back, okay? okay? Sure. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will come uh, back to one of the sage poets of this day, and that is word play for you to hear. Uh, but before we return to him, we're going to go to southwest Louisiana And then we're going to go to the U.S. Virgin Islands to my brother, my spirit brother, Sky Ski Rio. And then we're going to go to Texas to one of my favorite poets, Poet Ken. And for now, we're coming to Southwest Louisiana. Welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show, Episode 70 tonight. Thank you. Yes, welcome. We are honored to have you amongst the poets on the panel tonight. I tell you, it's an honor to have every poet who has uh, showed up to share love via poetry tonight, via their pen. I tell you, what better way than that for a poet and for a scribe to share love than with their own pen? I'm telling you, I'm inspired. Lady of Love set the very atmosphere on fire with her poem entitled Blessed. And then we had some powerful, encouraging words uh, that came from uh, the sage of, of the sage poet of our day, wordplay for you to hear, and we'll hear some more from him. Uh, but for now, I just want to focus on the Lady... In the spotlight, one of my dear sisters, Poetess Monica, and I just want to share a little about you, Poetess Monica, before you Mm -hmm. uh, share from your heart to everyone tonight. Um, First and foremost, what I've always discerned about you is you truly have a passion for helping to save our youth, especially Mm -hmm. our young women and the ones who are in situations that they know they cannot get out on their own. And I just really feel that that with you. I've always felt it. I've heard it 
through your testimonials, mm-hmm. even your poetry speaks out of the love that you have for our youth. And I'm I'm going to um, uh, apologize for discriminating and saying our young woman because it's not just our young woman. You have it for our young men too. So, uh-huh. yeah, so I just want for you to share with everyone tonight just a little about your uh, mission as a poet and um, how you use poetry to empower you. And thank okay. you so much. Yes, ma'am. I found poetry is an outlet for me to get across my emotions, my frustrations, my my feelings, my worries, you know, and I am concerned for the youth of today mm-hmm. and their bafflement with society and stigma. And it seems to be much confusion about what's expected of them and how they're supposed to conduct themselves. And um, a major part of my book that's coming out in November is uh, based on Ballad of the Frozen Heart, and it is basically based on how um, innocence is robbed from someone in youth, and she goes on in confusion as well to make bad choices. And we see this a lot in today's society, how someone young and innocent gets hurt, and then they turn around, Violence and never allow this to happen to them again. They become the abuser and turn around and hurt others. And we tend to focus on the women, but it also happens. You know, the roles are sometimes reversed, and it becomes the men who are the ones who are abused. Yes, and and you know, I think it's just so very significant when someone is compelled, such as you are, um, and you're in, I believe it's the medical field, correct? Oh, I was. I'm not right now. I'm not any longer. Oh, okay. So now is it, um, are you doing uh, independent contract work or community-based projects? Yeah, it's more like a community-based project that we have, me and my husband have going we opened a, a store, and out of that, I've been working towards encouraging and enlightening and reaching mm. out to the youth in the community wherever I can. Awesome. Yeah, I just, from the first time I met you, that spirit, that love, it was just so compelling. It just came out so strongly, and I said, this woman is really doing for our youth. And then I would hear your poems and the messages in them, and then the testimonials you would share. I said, oh, my goodness. I said, this is what the, the youth need more of wow. in, in our communities, yes, and in, in, in cities. And, you know, we need to see more uh, doing such as you are. And as you said, how you and your husband now, um, your own store, you're just using that. As uh-huh. as a yeah outlet to um yes, to grab the right youth in the it's set right in the in the hood a poor part of town and mm. uh, he is very you know he was very well known back in the um, day I guess I could say and mm-hmm. uh you know now most of those people that grew up 
frequent in his shop have, you know, gone on and they have children of their own. And now it's just a matter of, you know, me coming in and reaching out to them. And I, mm-hmm. I've been a substitute teacher for years. I had started my education wow. uh, degree at the local university. And then I um, branched off into, you know, just substituting and actually getting out and meeting the young people and working with them on a hands-on level. And many of them have grown up and gone on, and now they have children of their own, and we're seeing a new generation coming up. And I'm mm-hmm. concerned about the confusion that they have because right. I, oh, I, I, I hate to be critical, but our older people, which would be my generation and the generation of, uh, above mm-hmm. me, you know, we we are not that standard that they used to have. The grandmothers are so young now, and they are out trying to recapture their youth, and the mothers are, you know, they either be out working or trying to get an education or, you know, doing less wholesome things because they never fully grown up. And so mm-hmm. now, you know, what we used to say that children are having children, now, you know, they've carried that childlike mindset into their middle age, and it's mm-hmm. really becoming a problem. I hate to see people be so critical of our young people when they really don't have the examples that they should have. Our family structure is is really broken down. It's, it's really crumbling and that is bringing about, you know, terrible things into our communities. And, you know, I was telling um, one of the poets that I, I deal with, he also has a, a radio station that I frequent, but I, I only listen to because I'm terribly shy. <laughs> you might not be mm-hmm. able to tell, but I feel so comfortable here because I feel like we're all on a level playing field. But at any rate, I had spoken to him and I was saying how, you know, times have really changed. And, you know, without that structure, they don't have the guidance that they need. And it's not time for marching and sit-ins and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of this. All of that had its place. Now it's time to sit down with our own children put the phones away, the iPads, iPods, That's right. turn off the TV and talk to our own children and mm-hmm. speak with them and get to know them and their friends and make that close connection. Most parents don't even know their kids. They have kids come to my house, and I'm sure their parents don't even know where they are. I don't even mm-hmm. know their parents. And, it's, you know, it, it's because we don't have that structure that we used to have. That's it. That's it. We've got to uh, reunite the yeah. generations. Uh, there's yeah. too many gaps, even uh, absenteeism within the the immediate household, absenteeism of father, absenteeism of mother. You know, there's single fathers out there, too, that are raising their children with the mothers not present. So we've got to uh, reclaim our families back again and um, we can do it and see that's it we've got to start saying yes we can and unite and churches and mosques and uh, temples synagogues all 
coming together and saying it's about community building. Right. Uh, we've got to lay aside the prejudices, prejudices, um, the grievances of our past, because what mm-hmm. was done was done. We've got to move ahead now, move forward and build. If we keep right. looking backwards at what we lost and stop looking forwards towards what we need to gain, we will never move forward. Right. And that's been the doomsday of us all for too long. And, and you know, at, at a certain point of the day, I'll see the news maybe 10, 15 minutes. That's how much time I really give myself to really sit and watch the news now, <laughs> mm-hmm. if that long. And then I t- tune it out completely because I said, you know what, it's too much propaganda. And once right. I do my own study and research, I learn that and discover that and see that for what it is. And I said, I refuse to become conditioned or predispositioned to believing something that's just not true. Right. And we've got to start taking control of our lives again. I like how you you said we've got to put away the iPhones, the iPads. For You know, there's a time and a place for everything, yes. We know this is mm-hmm. a digital era today, so we're not saying become low-tech in a high-tech uh, uh, society. Yeah. <laughs> we're just saying there's a time within your day where you should not be teching at all. Right. Where you should be, yes, that's it. Where you should be touching flesh. You should be making contact with your parents, your grandparents, your mothers, fathers, brothers, siblings. You should be engaging in warm-blooded, warm-bodied activities, which are not iPadding, iPhoning, (laughs) Texting, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've got to, um, if we don't, we will become so digitized that we will no longer be humane or human. And that's a scary thought. That's mm-hmm. a very scary thought. And that's what I'm starting to see happening with some people. I mean, it's like, where is your sense of just hum- being human? that natural sense, you know, of being a person, you know, we're losing it. And that's something we need to maintain. So um, I'm really glad you you brought that out in conversation tonight. Now, we're definitely ready if you have a poem or shall we come back to you? Let me know what to do. Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This has been a while, so. Um, this is a piece that I had been working on, and the basis of it is for you to let setbacks and discouragement on your past, so to speak, define your future. And it's called My Recollection. Mm. <clears throat> I remember love and its begrudging hue of blue. Bleeding gray into the morning, total thoughts composed of you. And I remember faith in its faded coat of yellow, swelling bleak within my core as I bit more than I would swallow. And I remember hope, swirling, staining drops of pink 
as I dotted haunting memories from my embittered well of ink, as I remembered passion in mm. its somber shades of red that wrinkled silken sheets within the post about my bed, then I, I remembered fear and the ensuing clouded skies that set in solemn silence blotting daylight from my eyes. My eyes, my eyes, my eyes, they betrayed me, letting my tears fall like pin pricks, sliding like raindrops that witnessed it. I'll be headed westbound by sundown, gaining speed and devouring ground, encouraging myself, examining ties, knowing I need to see the sunrise in your eyes. They'll restore me so that my hollow dream won't be hollowed out by my current life in this garden of doubt. I put the windows down and turned the beat up. I'm done drinking from this bitter cup. I threw my head back and I kissed the sky. For soon, I'll watch the sunrise in your eyes. They'll capture me. So that by darkened orbs, my heart will swell, bubbling with love from your deepest well. While the sun sank, I embraced the night, drumming in the darkness, awaiting first light. When I'd see your face and be energized, finally catching the sunrise in your eyes. As they serenade me with songs of old and promises told, dismissing heartache for the love we know, feeling tumultuous beats to our heart's reaction. Once the iron's in the fire, our souls refashion. I'll be hashing lines like a day-old bride as soon as I see the sun rise in your eyes. Yet they belayed me, motioning to the wind that whipped my hair, entangling frankly, mangling my chest is sad, decisively extinguishing the woman mind. I was distinguishing myself as a woman wild. A mere hundred miles I've taken a stride, attempting to see the sunrise in your eyes, but they'll ever scold me. Because a woman born has her spirit defiled, I was still shifting through the broken pile. In my fallen elation, I forever paused, shuddering, stuttering. Of the pain you caused, I'd forsaken the roadway of the wise, and I'd never see the sunrise in your eyes. In peace. Mm, 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 mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank I tell you. you, that was a well-written poem and a narrative. I mean, you told a full story about <laughs> what a person can reveal from within their soul, their inner self, about themselves and about not just themselves but the universe. I mean, you saw so much in that person's eyes, the sunrise, and so much more. You know, and I think a lot of times you don't realize like there's a guy, I wrote a poem actually touching on that, how there's a galaxy inside of us. You know, there's so much more in us 
than we dare even know or even try to even discover sometimes. You know, we don't uh-huh. tap into it, you know, and you definitely took out that time in that moment to tell that person what all you saw within them. And that's awesome. That's beautiful. Thank that's you. That's powerful. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Yes, ma'am. Wow. And I think now that's the first time I've heard you uh, recite that one, correct? Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. I just wrote it <laughs> not too long ago. Oh, okay. That's a recent piece. Okay. Well, that's a beautiful piece. It's um, And you know what? It needed to be as long as it was. You know how sometimes you write something and it's long? I've been guilty of doing that myself. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, they're going to get bored. This is so right. long. You know, well, that one needed to be that long for the story to be told in its full context. So thank you for not feeling like you were just too long with writing that piece because it needed to be written well, as I long had as questioned it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that it might be a little too long, but I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. And you know what? It was a and it was a joy for me. I'm gonna let some other um I'm gonna let one other party uh give some feedback and that's uh Lydia Born to Write Cook and then we're going to go to uh word play for you to hear. We've gotta hear from one of the sage poets of this day. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Uh welcome Queen Lydia Born to Write Cook. Absolutely. Thank you, Miss Queen. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hi, sis. I was, how are both of you queens doing on this evening? I already know how that poet is doing. I just heard how she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Queen, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I am just like on cloud 11 right now. These poets are bringing the heat tonight, and they are not, I mean, they're not, uh, cutting me no slack. They just br- they bringing their best poetry. What can I say? <laughs> and I just had to go to you. I said I got to go to uh, Queen Lydia, born to write cook after uh, poetess Monica spit that piece and let her give her some feedback because I'm just speechless. That piece really did me some justice. I enjoyed that. It absolutely. It was very nice. I had heard this thing before. She. I've never heard that piece, but like. She- I guess she said that was her first time. I think mm-hmm. what I enjoyed the most about it was it was um it was a poem like you mentioned and it told a story. So you can actually visualize these characters that she's talking yes. and her delivery. She what I've always admired about hearing her spit is that she does not rush through her pieces. She takes her time <laughs> every word. That is the truth. You you understand what she's saying, and you can feel that she feels what she's saying. When she wrote that, wherever she was at in, in her mind, you can feel that that's 100% authentic emotion, and I think that is amazing. Oh, well stated. Thank you. <laughs> You're Wonderful. welcome. You're welcome. You used to call in and um, support when I was doing the uh, Born the Right show and Poetic Purpose, and I already knew. I can't mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been a while, but I can't 
I can't tell you your area code, but I knew that when I heard mm-hmm. from you <laughs> that we were in. Yes, uh-huh. And I was just thinking the other day, I was like, you know, I used to have some other. Oh, it is Monica. Are you still with us? I'm on. Okay. Uh, Queen Lydia, we still have you too? We do. Okay. Okay, that was just a little little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it was always love, and you always took your time with your pieces, and you could just tell you meant what you were saying. And I I think as a poet, and and not just even as a poet, but as a woman and as as a listener, we want to hear that you mean what you're saying, or when you wrote that, you really felt it. So I just, as always, wish you much success on your journey with your ink and your storytelling and your poetry, and uh, you get every dream of your heart from your pen. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. You are so welcome. I do have uh, one question since we're kind of doing a poet feature tonight, if that's okay, um, Yes, yes, indeed. The mic is in your hands, Queen Lydia. Help yourself. Um, Queen, when you're writing a piece like that, um, are they all from actual experiences, or do you write sometimes from fantasy or someone else's stories? What what inspires the pieces like that? Well, this particular one was it was an embellishment on a thought of what I could do, what I desired to do, what I felt like doing. So in my kind of like a daydream, like what if I, and this is what I would do if I could, and I just kind of spun it off of that. And Mm. my other work is mostly you know, an embellishment of a life experience. I don't te- I don't tell the story per se word for word, but it's based on something that I felt or thought or was going through. And then I just, you know, sometimes I have to add on a little bit to make it make sense or make it relevant, you know, relate to my audience. But generally mm-hmm. it is something that I've gone through or I felt really deeply. That moved me. Okay. Mm. I remember a piece that you did, um, and I can't tell you the title, but you were talking about, you basically wrote a love letter to a black man, and you were talking about your respect for them, your love for them, and how they turned you on. I mean, you went deep. I mean, you went deep. You did not leave anything for question or or, or uh, error, so I know mm. that you definitely write. She writes. She as Queen Francine and whoever's listening, if they've heard you before, they know that you are uh, a great writer and uh, and poet. So I'm just looking forward to the day where all of this stuff, and I'm claiming this, and y'all claim this with me. I'm trying to do a huge poetic show here in Tennessee, where all of this life that is in these lines these phone mm-hmm. lines and on the internet and in the airwaves where it just manifests itself in person and we have a phenomenal show of poets mm-hmm. who are um, addressing the the right particular audience because there's so much talent on these blog shows. It's amazing. 
I don't know yes, if I've ever so it. It is just like it's it's phenomenal, and you wouldn't even know. I mean, I I haven't only been in the blog in a year or more, but I'm like, wow, these people. I wish I had the money. I would just fly people out. I mean, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's amazing. But you keep doing what you're doing, Queen, and uh, you know, 100% support right here, and I salute you and your talent and your craft. Thank you. Oh. I will. Awesome. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm so glad, Queen Lydia Born to Write Cook, that you called in because you had to be the one to respond to Poet Monica's piece. Um, you said exactly what needed to be said and more. And I I commend you on your your regard, the high regard that you have for the poet and literary artist community as a whole. And what you said about, you know, if I had the money, I would just fly, you know, each and every one of you out on occasion to different places because they need to hear what you have to say. I mean, that's love when you know what you have within your community and you're not, um, you don't feel uh, intimidated by it, you're not jealous because it's not you, but you're um, zealous to the degree where you're saying, you know what, the world needs to hear them. Mm-hmm. The world needs to hear him. The world needs to hear her. I love that because that's what we all should have for each other. We should have that regard, that respect, you know, where we say, you know, I love her pen. I love his pen. And you know what? Their pen says or does something that I know mine could never, and I appreciate them for that, and I respect them for that, and I want others to be um, inspired by their pen just like their pen inspires me. You know, it's all about that because it's so mu- it's enough of us to go around. That's what you're saying. It's enough of us to go around. Yes. So we need not to be in this competition-driven um, uh, type climate or or we need not have that initiative where it's about competing with each other. It's not about competing with each other. It's about promoting right. each other. And I know whenever I would call into um, any of the other poets who are hosts on uh, the call on the panel tonight, their show, they always gave me the utmost respect. And I always said, you know what? When they call into my show, I'm going to roll the red carpet. I'm going to put the spotlight. <laughs> you know, it's like, because that's, we, we're supposed to be like that. We're supposed to be family. We're one community as literary artists, and we're supposed to be supporting Man. and supportive of each other. Because if we don't, we will fade out. It's going to take us loving ourselves, each other, and promoting ourselves and each other to keep us out there and to keep us heard and to keep us inspired, you know, because, hey, I mean, you know, it's so much out here now, so much negativity. We got to keep the positivity flowing. We got to keep it growing. Yes, indeed. And I just would like to respond to that. There's there's enough hate, and this is my niece. She just turned 20. Um, And long story short, there's a particular Mm -hmm. woman who – who loves to give me flack behind my back? This one particular person, and the more 
um, time and space and God uh, propels me into different avenues, then the hate becomes, it, it festers. The more I grow, the more the hate grows. And that's okay. I charge it. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, and so, but when I have an opportunity or I see her and I'm back home, I speak. And my niece is with me. She's 20, mind you. And it, it just angers her that I speak to her with, and then do it in sincere love. And she, she just, I see, I just don't understand, you know, why? You feel like you have to go out of your way, you know. And she's mm-hmm. I said, listen, I said, baby, it's not even about that. If Auntie was 20, trust me, she wouldn't be going out of her way. But when you grow and time graces you with maturity, you start to understand that even though I may not get it back from her, the law states that what a man sows, he reaps. So mm. I don't get that love back from her. Will I ever, am I even concerned about it? Frankly, no. But I will get that back from somebody else. So if we if we put out in the it world, will come back. Us, That's so. we will get what we put out there. And we got to support each other. There's enough people. I think when black people really get the concept and mm. really understand, it, it don't take a rocket scientist, it don't take a degree. If you really understand that there's enough people that don't like you just because, and you don't like me or I don't like you just because, we haven't mm-hmm. lost any battle ever. And as poets, I heard someone say we're the prophets of the new age. And yes. So it's our Lady of love. Mm-hmm. Lady of love. And I, the way she puts that is so graceful and so it, it mm-hmm. resonated in my heart. I'm like, wow, I never thought about it like that, you know. And we got to love each other. If we don't support each other, if we don't have one another's back, then we don't have nothing, you know what I mean? Because That's poets right. are some of the most underpaid, overworked entertainers and sharers in the world, unless you get mm-hmm. out there. So, but, you know, I just... I'm I'm all about that. I'm not anti anybody that doesn't mm-hmm. I don't hate anybody but I do identify with my race and I love us regardless to our mixed and sixteen grannies. We we can be crazy, you know, like everybody else. But mm-hmm. I love us and we are so beautiful and I think when a person truly loves themselves, then it's not hard for them to love nobody else. I'm, I'm secure mm-hmm. enough within myself to see you shine because I know you can't shine like I shine and I can't shine like you shine. All right. That's, That's so. So it's all good. It's all yes, good. Ma'am. Yes, I'm ma'am. Yes, ma'am. People here that want to get on this line, I'm going to end this. But, um, well, I want to thank you because you gave us much to consider. And for many of us, that was soul food. And for some of us, we needed to be reminded. So thank you, my dear sister. I love you. You know that. We got each other's backs always. And best of success. Keep us posted about your event on the West Coast because we definitely want to promote you on our uh, the Exceptional Scribble Show fan page and just promote you in general. And we're definitely going to try and get you on our uh, show's panel before that event, even to help promote that event as well. Oh, wow. That yes, be indeed. Thank you. Thank you. You are you very know, I, welcome. I don't, I don't have a problem running my mouth, so time will fly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I meant to ask you, did you have a poem, or do you have to come back, or, or what shall we do? Um, 
if we don't have anybody um, waiting that you want to get to, I definitely can share a piece always. Uh, Please Word Warrior do. Being, everybody, we all know Word Warrior, and his uh, thing is rule number five, always be prepared. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, yes, that's his thing. He'll call, and I, I love it because he challenges me, and he'll mm-hmm. call at 6 o'clock in the morning, Queen. Rule number five, let's go. I'm like, good morning, hello, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but I told him, I asked, I asked for that because sometimes we get comfortable in something, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I would like He to- got you in warrior poetry's beef mode, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh, he is. <laughs> and and all that energy that he give online, like he do that offline, like that's just who that brother is. And I'm like, wow. But and it'll be sometimes throughout the day, you know, he'll he'll text me rule number five. You ready? I believe you. Know? you. And then he's like, uh, well, how you doing? You all right, Queen? You ready though? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's go. But it keeps I me sharp. You. It keeps my 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 my, my brain. On game, if you will. So now I have a question for you. Were you on the uh, the call the one time he had everybody on till about six in the morning? No. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, that traumatized me. I have never been the same since then. But it was a good traumatized <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs> he kept us going. I mean, we was going rounds, rounds, rounds. I was I couldn't believe the time. I said, what? But, yeah, he's no joke. He is the truth. Word Warrior is the truth when it comes yes. to poetry and motion. He don't stop. He, he don't, don't stop. stop. And i got a shout to out, too. I'm very excited. I'll be out there on the 30th. Um, he has me in a couple. I think it's Poetry B, um, Oxygen, and I can't remember this other young lady's name. But I know oh. in his school is supposed to come through, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to be one of the features at Well Spoken Live, so I'm very excited about that. Very, very honored to do that. And he already, he, he texted me, like, we got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And whatever days you hear, we're hitting two, three shows, two, three stages, you know, uh, mm, night. He mm, was mm, like, mm. bring your poetry and your gym shoes, Queen. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Love. Well, we definitely look forward to hearing whatever you can load up, upload for us so we can hear it like as though we were right there when it happens. Listen, we definitely want to witness what, what's going to go down. We Sorry we can't be there with you this time, but we know there will be another time we will be able to be there and support in, in body as well as in spirit. So we'll be there in spirit for sure. Yes. Um, this, I'm on, this piece is titled... Um, Rumors, lies, and goodbyes. Okay. And I've never actually shared this piece. Um, but this is an exceptional, civil, um, first-time event. This is the first time sharing this piece. Mm. Um, when I write, I Thank love you. to write and talking to women and uh, kings and queens alike. But a lot of us get bogged down in our spirit and in our minds just because of what people say about us and their opinions, and I allow that to hold me back for years, but now I just don't give a damn. Mm, <laughs> I love right. you, but I don't give a damn about your opinion. <laughs> That's right. Um, Go, queen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this is rumors, lies, and goodbye. 
Blah, blah, blah. That girl ain't nothing like her mother. Despicable words from bodies that were busy, filled with malice and drama. Child, please, she ain't going to never be her mama. Haters and naysayers spreading deceitful lies. And for a depressing season, my faith, courage, and ambition kissed my life goodbye. But I'm so grateful that God said and saw otherwise. See, when God knows the potential, knowing the plans for our life, it doesn't matter who judges or who speaks ill of you, whether they think you're wrong or whether they think you're right. I've been blessed with many gifts, and my then low self-esteem didn't even consider or recognize. We all make mistakes, whether we're hard-headed or misguided by friends. You know, those so-called friends that are phony and fake, those smiling mm-hmm. users, such beautiful snakes. Blah, blah, blah. That girl ain't nothing like her mama. Despicable words from haters and naysayers filled with malice and drama. See, these words haunted me for years, words of death that brought me to tears. They embodied me with doubt, anger, and fear. And if you've ever been judged by those who feel as if their roses smell like glory, then you understand the point of this piece. Castrated and executed, and they don't know nothing about your life, your journey, or your story. Do you know those folks that feel like they're so holy, like they have a heaven to keep you out of and a hell to make your home? Maybe they counted you out or left you for dead, or maybe they lied and said the project will always be your home. But, baby, regardless of your situation, your destiny isn't in their hands. So blah, blah, blah. That girl ain't nothing like her mama. Despicable words from haters and naysayers filled with malice and drama. No, I'm not my precious mother, but I'm a woman just the same. You are, we are, who God says that we are. We will live the plans that God deems and strategically plans for our life. So keep your head up and your focus clear and steady and always remember and always remember and always remember that a pair of lips can say anything because that's what they do when they're miserable and pay. Mm, mm, mm. Blah, blah, blah. That girl ain't nothing like her mama. Despicable words from haters and naysayers filled with malice and drama. No, I am not my mother, but I am a woman just the same. Born to write, and that's the end of that piece. Wonderful. Encore. Queen. Encore. That piece right there, that's a woman's national anthem. If there is one to be called one, that's a poetic, expressed national anthem. Um, I believe as a positive affirmation, that's a good piece. For anyone that's in a struggle, um, that's a piece for them to reflect on, refer with, and to recite. 
at least once or twice in the day to ward off negative energies and negative uh, people, too. Um, Yeah, I commend you. I commend you on that piece. Lady of Love, would you like to say something in response to that piece as well? (coughs) Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, an, An absolute awesome piece, and I agree and concur with you. Uh, as it uh, it should be an affirmation that we ladies adopt and speak. The reason being, um, we are nurturers. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's word. And we need to be able to nurture that word and put it back out into the atmosphere so that it produces that balance to keep that negativity down, that thing. Mm so prevalent. That's what I meant when I said that we are the Latter-day Prophets. We are the Latter-day Prophets and Poets. And our poetry is going to be the lifter of heads. That's why I I hope I'm not getting off the subject, but I feel that it's coordinated. When you Mm -hmm. said when you said said that we have no room for jealousy and, and envy and this is for real, and no no room for clicks. Mm, we're, mm-hmm. they're all one in this fabric. That's right. There are no pieces. No isms, no schisms. I love that. This, no clicks. This is a seamless endeavor. Mm-hmm. Being that the world is seamless, it was constructed seamless, this mm. universe is seamless. Where are the seams? Do you know where they are? I haven't known. Yes. Okay. So that means that whatever platform, whatever undertaking that we put our hands to, it must be a seamless production. Mm-mm-mm. They're all in this together. And if yes. we don't get it together, we're going to sink. All that sink that they can be separate and over here and over there. They lie to themselves. They lie mm-hmm. to themselves. And I, I mean, and I see it. And I just have to forward move. I have to forward march. I can't. I can't play with it. I was telling somebody that today. I don't have time for foolishness. I really. Don't, I, if you give it to me, you're going to get a bad decision from me, and you're going to think I'm a very, very nasty person because I'm going to play. <laughs> Have it with both barrels, believe you me. Yeah, we don't have no time. We've got people dying in the streets. We've got That's right. That's we've got, right. We've got things happening to people that should not be happening to people, and we're mm. we're standing around worrying about who's the best. None of us mm. is mm. the best. None of us. None is. of us. That's right. God is the top. You mm. understand? And being that you ain't got no universe to create, you ain't mm-hmm. their world, and none of this yours. You're a part of it, and it's and it's yours because you're a part of it. But you have no hand in the creation of it. Mm. Well, um, I have to say, I'm um, I'm I'm just in a big Kool Aid grin over here because mm-hmm. to, have, <laughs> to have a Queen Francine and Queen. Lady of Love, two women that I have adopted, whether I've never laid eyes on you or not, 
definitely adopted you in the spirit as my big sister and um, two people in the poetry community that I can straight out 100% say I, I respect and admire your words of wisdom. It's beyond the talent. Talent is cool. But when That's you can right. hear the heart and the mind of a person and it resonates truth with you and it teaches you something, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm close to 40 and I feel like I don't have a lot of, I won't waste my time anymore. Like, I just won't do it. That's I like right, to have sister. a good time and all of that. But if it cannot teach me something so I can share something else with somebody, then I ain't got no, no I have no need for it. So, That's right. That's right. You two well stated. Amazing. Amazing. Bottom line. Well, listen, um, ladies, what we're going to do is because the gentlemen, they are anxious. Um, I know that they've been ready and they want to come through and share their love via poetry and via their pen. So we don't want them to feel left out. So we're going to uh, let you take a little break. I'm going to usher you, each of you, into our or hot and cold hors d'oeuvres uh, room over to the side and let you chill and sit back and relax and Sip on some fresh uh, squeezed lemonade, (laughs) and we're going to come back to you. But thank you, ladies. I'm talking about um, powerhouses. You gave us here tonight much to feast on, much for our souls and our spirits, and we are truly thankful. Thank you. We'll be back to you. First, we're going to go to wordplay for you to hear. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Welcome back. And thank you so much for your patience as well. Well, you know, um, I'm, I, for me, it wasn't about patience. I'm enjoying what I'm hearing. So, I mean, it, was, <laughs> okay. it was like I'm parlay, parlaying, sitting back, taking it all right? around, appreciating <laughs> what the queens have to say and, 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 and taking notes and, and, and acknowledging within myself that, that they're, all, they're on point. And so um, thank yeah, you. I'm enjoying myself. I really am. Yes, well, yes, I, I had to. I really class. apologize about it earlier. I, um, yeah, my my girl um, came home and and I had to greet her and so. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Hey, that that's life. That's love. Nothing. You don't don't feel that that was at all a disturbance on your end. We understand. I love how you gracefully gracefully muted yourself out and then gracefully returned and let me know in the chat room I'm back. And <laughs> yeah, I and mean, you were just, yeah, I don't want to ruin your show. I mean, the show don't stop because of me, that's for sure. And then I was listening all the while as well. So I Okay. Mean, well, yeah, I'm 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 delighted that you were still able to stay connected. You know, a lot of times uh, we can be easily disengaged by uh, things happening within our immediate environments, but how you just stay connected and looped back in, you know, as soon as you could. And we appreciate that. We thank you for your diligence in that regard. Um, we're definitely eager to hear from you because, as I did introduce you um, already on the platform to all our listening audience tonight, you are one of the sages of this day and this era and time. 
Um, and I really feel that. I really know that. I, I I sense that and discern it, and I appreciate that. And I'm honored that you would even join me on the platform tonight of the Exceptional Scribble Show. And uh, this being our 70th episode, I really feel really privileged, you know, to mark an anniversary for this show, such as our 70th, and to have um, you to come and to don one of your your precious jewels on us. So whichever poem you have that you would like to share, uh, we're all ears, our hearts are open and ready to receive, and the mic is now in your hands. Okay, so the piece that I'm going to do tonight is called Truth. And I actually wrote this piece to this music, and it's ironic that you played this music earlier. Wow. I've since changed the music because it's not my music, and, and I, you know, I don't want to have copyright infringements or anything like that. Using mm-hmm. But I'm going to go back to it tonight. So I'm going to do this piece called Truth to Lauren Hill's Zion. Okay? And when you're Great. ready, jump right into it. Okay, we're ready. Thank you. Brethren, I too was lulled into the false sense of pleasure not recognizing that we're still being robbed of our true treasure, ourselves. Still looking for another man to help release us from our perceived hand. Sometimes to the point of offering our souls up to them. Think about this one. Billions were spent on electing a public official when the money could have probably been put to better use helping someone who was looking for livestock, not being able to get back up, Stuck in a continuous rudder, trying to make it in this land of milk and honey still, the poor have no money. We've been fooled into believing that Mr. Romney losing his money. As we continue running from the poverty that works to make us forget about our being soft, all I have to say is there's still lots of work to be done by me and Mr. Obama before I jump up and start strumming the bass strings of victory. You see to me? Victory only comes when we're all able to see that from all of us makes it to prosperity. We will all suffer under disparity, cleverly veiled in the hype of these elections. Testing what's best in us. Rise above the petty backs of this text that continues to leave us left outside, looking in on the few who consider themselves to be the guardians of the few. Keep your eye on the prize. Then and only then will you reap the benefits of your ascension. To rise above the flight that is so jaded by sight, the hype of these elections, recognize that these strange times has us all standing squarely on our left. Some of us stress as if we're not learning the lessons, no time for resting, having eyes but not seeing, ears but not hearing, hearts but not loving, brains but not thinking, thinking in the illusion, rejecting signs that are continuously linking you with your destiny, feeling as if you're standing still. Never questioning why your cups aren't being filled or being hurled to space and time. Open your mind and know what the Creator Creators has in store. Close your eyes and see so that you too can move forward with this truth. And that's that piece. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. I enjoyed that piece. It Thank was true so enlightenment. Much. Thank you. Uh, you know, it. it 
I, I think what what the, when I wrote the piece, it was it was a reaction to some of us when Mr. Obama was elected president. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy that he was elected president, but actually going into a shuck and jive mode as if we've arrived. In actuality, he's arrived, but we haven't right. arrived yet. But we, we still haven't. have a lot of work to do. That's so, right. I mean. Let's not, let's not, let's not, I mean, okay, celebrate for a little while and then get back to the grindstone of doing what you're supposed to be about mm-hmm. doing to make sure that our youth aren't out here getting killed, to make sure that they're getting a proper education, to make sure that they have the opportunities, to make sure that our communities are built up the way that they need to be built up. I mean, there's yeah. still a lot of work to do. And so my thing is don't sit back on laurels and pin it on somebody else and act like they're going to bring you to the promised land. Mm-hmm. collective I mean, and so that was my reaction to it. Um, wow, the and, truth, the truth, the truth. I love it. I love it. I When you said that line, when you did that verse, I was like, yes, he's saying it all right there because that's where this nation now that's the 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 truth that we're having to reckon with right now. Yeah. You know, we put too yeah. much, you know, we, we you know, like you're saying, like you stated, we can't put our hopes in a person to do what we can do exactly. as a exactly. people. Right, it's exactly. just not fair. And it's not. I mean, it's expecting too much and in all right. honesty with all the stuff that he has to deal with as a result of being elected, and 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 there's stuff that he's dealing with that we'll never know. We'll never know. You understand? And we'll so never my see. thing is, there are things that are tying his hands that we can we can't even begin to fathom. Okay, and so understanding that, mm-hmm. then you then you then you understand that there's only so much that he can do, and it doesn't mean and then that. And that means that you can't sit back on your laurels and expect that just because he's the first, quote, black president that everything is going to be all right. Because since he's right. been elected, I mean, we've had our youth out here getting killed on a regular basis, mm-hmm. both young men and women. And so That's let's right. not get each other. Ain't much change from the paddy wagon days. Things are still happening the way that they were. And, mm-hmm. and, and the division is still there. And in and, and, and all honesty, we still need work to work on ourselves. And so, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We've got to work on ourselves. If we don't do that, there is nothing. What what do what do our youth have to look forward to if we're not I willing agree. to fix what we can fix that's wrong with ourselves? I agree. I, yes, I agree indeed. wholeheartedly. And I don't have a problem praising our youth. But I don't mm-hmm. have a problem when our youth are, are, are getting out of line, letting them know, nah, I don't think so. Right. Because that's the... as, as an elder, as an elder, that's my job. Mm-hmm. Just like it was my elder's job to let me know when I was a youth, nah, I don't think so. That's I mean, right. That's, that's what we're supposed to do. And so, that's what we're I mean, supposed to do. So my feelings are, I mean, I, I love our youth. Uh, some, even the misguided youth, I love them. I love them with all my heart, and, and they're misguided. And, 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 and so my thing is, because they have been misguided, doesn't mean that they can't be pulled in, into the right into the right guidance. And, and, 
it's, it's not hard to do. It's communication. It's building. It's letting them know that the lines of communication are there, that they can trust you, that, that, that although I'm not going to have all the answers, because there's still things that I struggle with today. But, I mean, just letting them know that, that I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. Letting them know that you're there. That's that's key. That's key. That's what we have to do. We can't just mm-hmm. only tell them uh, what we don't like that we see they're doing. We've also got to show them that, yes, we praise you when you're doing well, but yeah. there's that balance. Look, when you're wrong, we're going to tell you mm-hmm. about yeah. that, too, and, and, because... And, it's important that we do. I agree. I mean, I would be, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to hold the, the honor of being an elder if I couldn't be, if I couldn't talk to the youth and be honest with them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we're going to agree all the time. Doesn't That's mean right. we're going to, you know. And, and 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 times have changed, and I agree with that. And there are things that are being done different than they were when I was coming up. But then there are some things that are still done the same as when I was coming up. And so, you know, I can give them some 2020 hindsight, um, some insight, and, and right. let them make their own decision because everybody's got to walk their own path. And I've got to respect them walking their path just like they have to respect me walking mine. But I want us to or collectively. So, yeah. Well said. Well said. Sound and truth. That, that's, that's what they need. They need sound teaching, doctrine, that which is going to lead them out of where they may have fallen, which is not the the correct path for them to take, and into the path where they need to go. So thank you for reminding us as the elders. You know, we have a responsibility, and it's it's high time that we take initiative and, and fulfill our responsibility to the fullest. Uh, do it with with all the integrity that we have within us, and and with love, honor, and respect. That's it. Love, honor, and respect, because with that, you can move on. Yes, it's indeed. Been done. And so that's it in a nutshell. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. <laughs> you got other poets out here. I really appreciate you giving me well, the opportunity. Thank I'm you. going to go back on the couch and listen to everybody else. And just yes, please have some show. hot and cold hors d'oeuvres with uh, the queens, and, and some more kings will be joining you shortly. We're going to let all the kings have their moment now in the spotlight okay. because we don't want to discriminate. It takes the kings in order for the queens to have their reign. Can't have a queen without a king, so <laughs> we got to get this thing hard. right. Okay. Thank you. you. All right. At this time, I'm welcoming to the mic Mr. DSR and I believe Lady and Queen, his co-host from from the Cypher show uh, that airs on tomorrow night. Elian, welcome to the Exceptional Scribble Show. Yes, 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 yes. Francine, the sage poet, you know, it's the hump day cipher, rating the exceptional scribble airways. We uh, <laughs> we have over here, we coming over here. I got my alien over there. Okay. <laughs> you know, 
We I'm feeling here. that electricity in the atmosphere. You know, Elliot got to be around. I mean, I'm feeling like there's a, a UFO craft hovering over it. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling that high energy um, in the air tonight. So we, we, we thank you both. We thank you both for coming uh, to just share some love. And, you know, we're marking our 70th anniversary for the Exceptional Scribble Show. We want to thank you for uh, coming and uh, showing up to share your love via your pen, hey, via hey, your, no, your no mouth. Love, Francine. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to, uh, well, congratulations for your anniversary, your 70th uh, episode you. right here on the Exceptional Scribble. You know, we up in here. And Alien, I believe your mic is open. Make your presence known. I was trying to speak, but I didn't want to speak over nobody. Love, peace, and blessings. Oh, love, peace, and blessings. Thank you. Thank you. We're honored to have you. And, um, of course, you know, on this platform, you're welcome to bring your gift in whatever package it came in. So if you want to do freestyle, if you want to do um, uh, a piece that you wrote, either or, it is welcome. We just say that you do it in love, that's all we ask, and that it be something inspiring that will heal the nation. For tonight, that's our theme pretty much, uh, using your pen to heal the nation. Gratitude, Queen. We appreciate that. You're welcome. Indeed. I just uh, want to hit this plug before we even go into any flow. Okay. Yeah, tomorrow Francine is going down. On the Hump Day Cipher, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We having a Rumors Day tomorrow. You know, the Rumors Network, they're going to come in there, uh, Army Strong. You know, just a group of MCs is going in tomorrow. It's going to be oh my. a spectacular day. That tomorrow. sounds fierce. Woo! Yes, indeed, it is fierce. You know, and that's thanks to Alien. Alien is the uh, networking beast over there in Chicago. You know, mm-hmm. you always heard thing. <laughs> I, I know that's right. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, Rumors is um, Rumors is a group of five. It's affiliated. Um, it's it's made up of five different MCs: four males, one female. She's repping for the queens in the midst of four kings, and. Um, mm. We're really excited to have them on. Um, they're up-and-coming MCs, Chicago-based. Um, they're hitting every stage and platform you can think of. I'd like to say they're probably about two shades off of going mainstream. They've had contracts mm. offered to them, and um, they're waiting for they're waiting for what suits them the best. So um, we're very excited about having new talent. You know, new talent that is actually grinding and out there. Um, out there working, you know, to get put on and not just hoping to get put on, but actually out there, like, literally pounding the pavement and mm-hmm. um, working to be put on. So anybody that's listening, listening, you're more than welcome to come on and um, get a chance to talk to them, question them, shout them out, spit in a cipher with them. We welcome everybody, much like the Queen does here on her broadcast. Um, you're free to sing. You're free to rap. You're free to freestyle. You're free to do spoken word. Um, it's a rumors day, so we're going to have these individuals on the line, and we're just going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to have have a good time in the studio. That's what we plan on doing tomorrow and celebrate their accomplishments and also give the people a chance to learn more about what's going on with them. 
Outstanding. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, and we definitely will support, and uh, thanks so much for sharing that good news to the literary artist community on this platform tonight. It will definitely spread like wildfire. <laughs> no. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. The plug is already on your event page, Francine. People check it out. Uh, right okay. now we've got some pieces. Uh, I want to let all beautiful aliens go before me. You know, <laughs> okay. Get right there, aliens. Now follow you. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm not going to prolong the time. I'm just going to get started into the piece. If you grew up, if you grew up in a home um, where you you had family members who went to church, a, a praying grandmother or a praying mother or an mm. aunt or whoever it is that you stayed with, either. They sung this song, or you heard it played on the record, and um, it's the prelude to my piece. So I'm not gonna. Here I go. I'm gonna go into the piece. Wave in the water. Wave in the water, children. Wave. In the water, God's gonna trouble the water. Wait in the water, wait in the water, children. In the water, God's gonna trouble the water. I said, God's gonna trouble the water. I know God's gonna trouble the water. Cry me a river, yeah, I said cry me a river, then call it a gene pool, place your sorrows in a hollow bottle, the bottom is empty, but at least you won't drown, even real life saviors, I mean life savers have to rock bulletproof vests, no S's on their chest, just blessings from their crest, I said cry me a river, cry me a river, then call it a gene pool. Place your sorrows in a hollow bottle. The bottom is empty, but at least you won't drown. Even real life saviors, I mean savers, have to rock bulletproof vests. No S's on their chest, just blessings from their crest. Sealed tightly in an envelope and placed in a tiny compartment surrounded by infinite space. But there was no room for the address at the end, so... The reservations were made for what was left. Right, right. I can't follow the instructions. I defy gravity daily because I have to get high. Orb with the planets and give stars high fives. Track the solar system for new adventures. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me light ray minus the charge. 
My eyes play, but I'm not bothered by the scars. Lazing my vision, but the pain of being blind goes twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Concrete my motions. Told you, I don't know how to follow the rules yet. Even fools get grace and mercy from choosing not to drop out of school. I'm learning, I'm growing. I just refuse to be a tool for human hands and human flesh. Can't catch my breath because the grave is steady, dusting the shoulders off of anxiety, depression, and stress. Gravitate, bravado, grande, andale. Rotate, reject, decline, energy. Beacon, light, multiply the synergy. Chakra centered, no bad juju to the left nor the right of me. I am goddess and God is embodied in my being. I'm scaling the equator like ninjas in training. I divide poly principle like how humans split atoms and molecules daily and just to procreate in notions of what if. What if science is the gift of faith minus the debate of details? What if dreams weren't tossed down wishing wells in the form of money? What if your two cent was only funny to you and only you? What if vibrations were discerned in the code of truth? What what if what if what if knowledge grew into wisdom if the clueless caught a clue? I lose myself, myself, myself in thought. I don't follow the rules. But I'm learning. I'm growing. Mm. In the water, wait in the water, children, wait in the water, God's gonna trouble the water, I said God's gonna trouble the water, I know God's gonna trouble the water in peace. Mm-mm-mm. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. You know, mm. I keep thinking like uh, I need to float like an alien from outer space. You see, I'm always feeling lost in this place, this world we call Earth, mm. you know. But Earth gave birth to this thing called writing. As I get deep in my thoughts while we made this debut from repping the Hump Day Cypher here on the Exceptional Scribble Show with host Fran the Sage Poet. As I get lost, keep thinking, why do I write? I keep seeing the blank script. With my signature, pages unlimited. I don't know if it will ever end. Weighing down my brain like the thoughts won't stop. Why do I think so much? It's like the question life keeps flowing within. Heartbeats let me know I can breathe. Inspiration I keep pulling out of my sleeve. Ready to recite, stunned mind, prepared for all nosebleeds. I don't gotta recite, slash spit with speed. My style, a normal flow for everybody to read. Feeding off of the writer's flows like it's a daily routine. 
manifested script burners as I start to rip off my sleeves, engulfed in creation where ink emerged the paper, unknown stories of life brought to new attention, ink gives the gasoline, the ballpoint, the nice, the page, understanding a new skill, filling number flames going in uncharted subjects, stopping the red line before being crossed off the list, no, this is not like making the wish, this is more like not finishing a meal than discarding the dish, talk about the world and all of its shit, politicians stay fat while little fish knows nothing but how to bitch, my mic gun see, yet my voice is heard, words posted by a network, and now I want you to remember what you heard, news talking about animals in the zoo having babies, crackheads in the streets sell their babies, husbands, boyfriends, pimp their girlfriends and wives, one day they saying I love welfare, I don't deserve it, but who cares, another saying I'm ready to cancel welfare, those who need it, need it, maybe send the government saying, who cares, weed is a drug, you don't gotta be a thug to smoke, look at a lot of these kids thinking life's a joke, parents who smoke with the kids all a joke, your kid died thinking you were friends, but you saw that boy grow into a man, you saw that girl grow into a woman, I wonder if that shit ever made you stop smoking regrets, do they ever leave, I say no, but the yes people are called the denial people, quick to say yes to reply, regrets pile up and weigh down the ones who can't take it, real criminals get off on misdemeanors just because of the law for that state, just because you got a record, you gotta be guilty, but when proven innocent at that lost time you get no reprieve, can we ever rectify, why call the world of injustice DSR, we do this, in peace Ooh. wow, wow, wow um, mm, mm. I'm, I'm trying to find the right words I mean, we went from wade in the water to uh, DSR, Mr. DSR himself coming through, talking about how, yes, I'm an alien in this world. Um, the only thing that makes me aware that I am here and, and, and Earth is where I am is when I write. Wow. That revolutionized my mind when he said that in his piece. Um. So much was said, alien, 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 my, my, my. I must say the ancestors are truly smiling big tonight. You acknowledge them in such a bold and beautiful way. And we know, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Give us a little background about that. Um, I'm sure that was a spontaneous piece. No, actually, it was written. It was it was written. the The delivery, um, the delivery changes based upon um, my mood. And it, oh, okay. <laughs> but it was a written piece. The delivery is always, or the delivery of any of my pieces is always changed based upon um, the mood and, and how the spirit mm-hmm. moves through me. But um, I write. I have a. Um, I have something that's called the unorthodox nursery rhyme editions. Okay. And, um, that's the second installation to um, the um, my unorthodox nursery rhyme edition. Um, peace and blessings to Lady of Love. I did. I just now saw her inbox. She was requesting that I did the first the first installment. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was just not seeing that, but I did the second installment. And um, the piece. I grew up in a. Um, I grew up in a in a home that was that was Christian based and. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And so I had a grandmother, and she was from down south, and um, she she used to sing just randomly. And um, the anointing of God would come up on her and during her prayer time, during her warfare time. And she would go through the house, and she would anoint foreheads, and, and, and she would mm. minister in song, and she would always sing them old them old spiritual mm-hmm. hymns. And, um, yes, indeed. I thank God that um, that a lot of these things have been imprinted in my spirit. Um, they've been imprinted in my heart. Yes. The, the, the peace itself, um, Lord, uh, I don't, I, in all honesty, it, I have to say, like you said, the ancestors are smiling. I, I really can't take credit for a, a lot of my poetry because I know that um, a lot of times um, when my gift is utilized that it's not just me using it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I look at myself as a tool, and I thank God for being receptive of, um, of of what's being desired of being, you know, put out into the universe. So, but um, I wrote the piece. Actually, um, it was a, it was a, a random write. Um, I wrote the piece. Mm. Um, I, I can't remember. I think I was outside because most times when I'm outside on the move, nature always affects me, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I picked up on a frequency and I wrote the piece randomly and um God has really been dealing with me about the delivery of it but I think I think I really do like the you know the delivery that was done tonight cuz this is my maybe like my second time delivering it yeah. um and I'm actually about to be featured on Friday at a showcase and it's one of the pieces I'm going to do so it blesses me to get the feedback it definitely Wonderful. makes me feel more comfortable thank you Queen I appreciate you I I I just want you to know that you truly you truly are tuned in to the right frequency. You know, a lot of times people uh make statements and talk about frequencies and and sounds and um vibrations and tones and things not fully understanding uh that is the language of the universe and that uh, whatever frequency we are in tune with, that is the dictate by which we live. True. Daily, knowingly and unknowingly. There are things that we do. For some of us, we are fully aware that, you know, there's vibrations, there's frequencies that we tune into or we are in tune with that evoke these uh, different actions or behaviors within us. But when we tune into the right frequencies, then we can create, we can perform, we can do what others would deem as impossible. We can do the things that we should be doing because I believe that we were created to be creators. Yes. And as yes. artists, I believe that we truly embrace that. We yes. know that. We live that. We breathe that. So I want to encourage you to continue on your path. And, yes, you're you're evolving into the you that you were meant to become. And let nothing or any or anybody's words discourage you from getting there. That means so much, and that is definitely in season. Thank you, Queen. I appreciate that. Gratitude. You're most welcome. And that was, a, a, I tell you, a very, very, very spiritual piece. I look forward to hearing it again when it's delivered even in a 
another way. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I know it'll be, you know, in, in due season. Mm-hmm. Mr. DSR. Yes, ma'am, I'm here. I just want to thank you again. You always come through and you always uh, give us much uh, to feast on, much to ponder. Um, it's always a sila moment, sila moment. <laughs> uh-huh. And your piece, now, the way you came in with your piece, it was just like, boom. I mean, it, it, it was straight, full blast. The energy stayed high from the start to the end. There was no highs and then lows and then highs and then lows. You just stayed high all the way to the end where I didn't even quite know it was the end. And I think that that's so very potent. I just want to commend you on on turning up your pen to another octave. I think that your pen is constantly going up, 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 and keep it going up, 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 up. And uh, that is a wonderful thing to behold. I'm I'm very impressed by that. And it's encouraging uh, to artists such as myself and others who um, it is our goal to always advance our pen in some way, you know, to advance it um, in some manner uh, to make sure that it's not just staying where it's at, you know, to make sure that it's always growing because everything that's alive grows. Um, It expands, it spins, it, it toils, it turns, you know, it inverts. And so I do commend you on allowing your pen to breathe. Continue to let it breathe. I mean, what I heard, and I was like, wow, he started boom and just kept, oh, <laughs> it didn't go down. It didn't let it. Like, Loved it. Um, so looking forward to hearing more and more every time. And definitely um, the cipher, awesome, awesome. Hey, uh, yes, thank you, Francine. Yeah, it felt like uh, I had to drink like a half a gallon of water to catch up with Alien. Uh, <laughs> so, because I'm not a singer, you know, mm-hmm. even though she can sing until she did a piece on some other show, and I was like, oh, damn, I've, I got to start drinking some Gatorade or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she has her flow, you have your flow. Um, see, I didn't know you weren't a singer. I just knew you was always, it always sounded like you were rapping and doing poetic expression with a flow that it was just like a rhythmic flow. And I said, well, maybe he may sing too. You know, I just never asked you, do you sing? So now I know not to ask you to sing, and I won't <laughs> do that. <laughs> My CEO puts me in the mind of the famous um, activist, Gil Scott. I'm going to keep saying that because his mm-hmm. delivery is is always it has it has, the fortitude his voice the way he delivers is always strong because of his voice because of the richness of his voice and then the content of his pieces if you're not if you don't listen to the details of what he's saying it might fly over your head but he's always saying that's something true. that's rewarding to the consciousness of society. And so um, don't be talking about you got to drink Gatorade to keep up with me, CEO. <laughs> we feed off of each other's energy because as soon as I got done spitting, um, the queen was ready to give a little bit of insight on my piece, and you went right into right. yours. You was already ready. right in. I was like, okay, the jet 
<laughs> I said the jet is in the air. Fran just tilts it back. Enjoy the ride, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, well, I mean, you see what I did right there. I kind of instigated about an alien, as you know. I know she has that insightful feedback. I like when she comes back. Don't be saying that about the Gatorade, you know. <laughs> I'll be getting there, I'll be getting there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, basically what I did in that flow, if you notice, at the beginning, I did freestyle a little bit. You know, at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, I threw a little pieces of uh, Alien's name and uh, what she was talking about in her piece, and then I yeah. just straightened it to my own. That's right. And you threw exceptional scribble in there. I was like, okay, this is freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And Miss Fran, don't be nervous to come over and rock out with us. We ain't gonna always throw you up under the freestyle bus. <laughs> I think the last time you called in, though, you called in during the freestyle portion of the show, yes, and you did exceptionally petrified. well. Was, but you did well considering it was your first time freestyling. So continue to feel Thank free you. to come over there and rock out with us, because we definitely, you know, I'm I'm appreciative of you opening the door for me and my CEO to come over here, and we just want to keep growing and keep spreading that love that positive energy and learning from one another. So all all is welcome. Come join us tomorrow. Join us every Wednesday. We rocking out, and we support the masses. We support the voice of consciousness. We support the um, the, the pen of the people. We want to hear what it is that's on mm. your heart, mind, and spirit. The um, platform is always open to hear whatever it is that you have to say. Thank you so very much. And I most definitely will be coming and joining as much as I can because I know it was very new for me. But it also was very eye-opening for me. It showed me that, yes, there's another aspect of being a poetic uh, expressor that you need to venture out into somewhere. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Yes. That growth. I'm learning. I'm learning yes. as I'm co-hosting with my CEO. I'm learning as because I'm not much of a freestyler. The only time I've ever freestyled mostly is when I'm I'm either intoxicated and nobody's around and I'm not <laughs> recording. <laughs> For the most part, I'm really not a freestyler, and I'm oh, I'm definitely learning over there with my CEO Kane Spade. And um, shout out to the lovely Mr. Boston because he is the freestyle teacher as my CEO oh my goodness, has coined yes, him. And um, so I'm learning as well, and we're all learning and growing together. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Much love to both of you, and we will definitely continue to support each other. Thanks so much for coming again. Indeed, indeed. Shout out to Exceptional Scribble until tomorrow, till next time. Keep doing your thing. Yes, indeed. Shout out to DSR, Mr. DSR, Elian, and the Cypher. Shout out to... DSR and the DSR family as a whole. And, yes, Mr. Boston, a shout-out to Mr. Boston, a.k.a. Master Scribe and his accents. We love you. We thank you for your love and support. I must say, um, it looks like my co-host, Queen Zipporah Thelman, has joined us tonight. She is, of course, the facilitator, lead facilitator during our pre-publishing tips hour And since tonight was very special, we've kind of extended the time to have our poets to be in the spotlight, and we want to continue to give them that opportunity. But at this time, acknowledging my co-host, welcome, Queen Zipporah Thelman. Hello, Queen Fran, and to everyone listening on Exceptional Scribble, how are you? Blessings, Queen. 
I am well. Glad that you're here. And um, you know, of course, we turned 70 tonight. Yep, our 70th episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Do we have any uh, whiskers yet? Do we have any grays coming out of our brows and lashes yet? (laughs) Out of our ears even? Maybe some out of our nose? None yet? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so so we're doing this gracefully then. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, long Let's way from keep it there, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, how about so? How's um, how was your day today? Queen my day was. Uh, who are you talking to, Queen Fran? Queen Zipporah. Oh, yeah, my day was uh, pretty fine. Just yeah, wonderful. I, yeah. How about the weather we had in Philly? I did uh, share with uh, our listening audience how we had this uh, really dark, stormy overcast, and then all of a sudden the sun uh, came through like around 4, 4.30, and then we had sunshine for the rest of the evening, and then you could even hear, hear birds chirping. It was like it never was a storm, and we had a very torrential uh, lightning storm and thunderstorm earlier. Yes, and uh, and later on, too, in the mid-afternoon. Right, right. And, and then it came back. That's right. Yeah, it was short, you know, the quick showers. Mhm. I said, "Wow! I tell you, we got it all in one day. Mm-hmm. That's amazing." I said, "It's, it's um, a rarity to see it." And I happened to be driving, and I saw the contrast in the sky. It was the most beautiful scene I had seen in my lifetime. Did you see a rainbow? And I didn't see the rainbow, and I was looking for it. I was sharing with her. I said, um, "Someone saw it, though. I'm sure they did, because mm-hmm. the way did you see it? No, I didn't. I was asking." Uh, And I'm definitely going to do a search on Google and see if someone posted any pictures because I'm sure (laughs) it was a rainbow. I mean, the way it just, the contrast from that dark sky with no sun at all, nothing but clouds and storm, and then all of a sudden the light and the beauty, oh, it was beautiful. (laughs) So I definitely would love to see the rainbow. I'm going to definitely do some searches for some photos of that. See if I can post them on my page tonight. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Well, we've been um, enjoying tonight just honoring poets, mm-hmm. um, queens of poor. So we kind of like uh, a little more relaxed tonight. You know how normally we're just so uh, straight edge as far as yeah. our um, scholastic. Uh, drills and, you know, we challenge our callers and, you know, we tend to really uh, do more of an educational uh, format from time to time, even though we love doing our creativity, art, artsy, um, you know, uh, activities that we do. But I said for tonight we wanted to honor we want to give some special honors out because we have some uh, people who have been very prominent in supporting us since the very first show that we've ever done. And we didn't get to 70 overnight. <laughs> and it no. took support from fans, other writers, other hosts. And we do want to acknowledge the No Notes show. I don't know um, if everyone is aware of the No Notes show, but to those who aren't, the No Notes Show is an entity on social media that promotes artists, celebrities, 
and events. And also, if you need to market your book, they are available to help service you in that regard. And the person you need to know is Steve, moving on, Rodriguez. (laughs) If you look (laughs) him up accordingly on Facebook, you will find him. And he is definitely one of the executives of the No Notes Show. And the No Notes Show off the cuff, they have done tremendous and helping to promote a lot of up-and-rising artists in terms of artists in need of promoting their careers and getting a following on social media. They can really help you with that. They've assisted us largely in um, our efforts to um, acquiring a a following, and now we have our own fan page. We had to do it because we acquired a following. So for those who are in need of a promoter and a business that will definitely walk you through the process, even the process of becoming um, a 501c3, uh, we have had them on our show. They have helped to educate a lot of artists that didn't know how to go about that process. Well, they will definitely uh, walk you through the process. Again, you can look them up. The No Notes Show, LLC, The No Notes Show. If you look them up on Facebook in the search engine, you will find them there. Or you can look up Steve Moving On Rodriguez. Yes, indeed. So we want to give a big shout-out to them. Also, we want to give a big shout-out to... Uh, one, uh, this is Poet Ken, and I'd like to promote Poet Ken for one very good reason, because Poet Ken uh, did not know that he was a poet, and he was always supporting us, and he would call in and always had um, just very good responsive feedback to different poet poems that was shared on the panel of this show by various artists. So one day we challenged him, and I believe I challenged him and said, Poet Ken, just because you never did it before doesn't mean you can't. Because he used the word can't, and I said, oh, now, I said, "I, I, I got to say something to the brother now. I've got to open his eyes to another Side of the truth that he probably hasn't considered yet. So I said, Ken, I said, I'm going to challenge you. I said, uh, the next time you come on this show, this is what you're going to do. This is your homework. Um, write at least, I said, I don't care if it's two lines or three lines, but something from your heart and write it about a topic or theme that interests you. So Ken came, called into the show, and ever since he returned with his written piece, he's been writing poetry, and I mean, his poetry is compelling, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to say to everyone, just because you never did it before doesn't mean you can't. 
We've got to learn to eliminate the word can't. Nothing beats a failure but a try. You've got to at least try. Try it. You just might like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or try it. You just may be able to do it. You may achieve it. (laughs) Try it. So I'm going to welcome, it looks like Poet Ken is in the building. Poet Ken, is that you from Texas? Yes, Rand, it's me. <laughs> okay. Welcome, Poet Ken. Thank you for your patience as well. We definitely wanted to reach out to you. We, we're glad you're able to celebrate. We're celebrating 70 years on the Exceptional Scribble Show platform, but we're also celebrating you and every other poet, spoken word artist, literary artist, scribe, every writer out there. We want you to know that you are special to this world. Your pen can heal the nations. And what we're trying to do is define what makes scribble exceptional. What makes scribble exceptional? Like there's writing but then there's epic writing. What makes a writing epic? where it stands out, it's memorable, not easily forgotten. If you can put it in your own words, and then we're going to pass the mic around because we want to hear from our other artists that are in the caller queue as well. I think what makes it epic is Especially if you have experienced something in your life and you definitely want to share it with the world that can help someone overcome some difficulties, some circumstances that Mm -hmm. they never thought they'll see themselves in. Mm -hmm. And especially when you write from the heart, you're not really just writing what's on your mind because anything comes from your mind because... It just does, but when it comes from your heart, but when it comes from your soul, mm-hmm. it's going to have an effect on someone in a very, very positive way, if done correctly. Mm-hmm. Because people now they put anything on there just for attention, mm-hmm. just for popularity, and that's not where it's supposed to be. No, I agree. When when people do poetry, because you don't hear <laughs> enough about it. It's because when people do poetry, they speak the truth on what they have dealt with and how they handle it and how they overcome it. So when you do a piece, you do it straight from the heart and you do it from the soul. And people are going to feel every word that you speak because they know it's raw, it's real, and it's genuine. Mm. And that's just my take on it. And when you said all that, I was like just sitting just thinking like, man, I can't believe I actually said I couldn't do something. And that was something that was embedded in me from what my mother did years ago. Mm. So I remember my mother was telling me, I did poetry a long time ago. And I was like, 
Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. So I said, I had this in me all along. I just didn't know just how to you know, express it, mm-hmm. to be honest, which I really didn't. <clears throat> and, mm-hmm. uh, and I usually, at times, would sit at home and write something that I may have experienced or what I may be thinking about and just express myself. But I've never really done it, like, you know, on the platform that we are now. I've always kept it to myself. I never really just told anybody, and if I did, they never grasped it. And uh, on this past Sunday, on on our show with with my my lovely host Nakia, I don't know if she's listening tonight or not, but uh, I did contact her, letting her know I was going to be on the on the show, kind of you know explaining this a little bit. And um, there was a there was a piece I've done on the show because. I've always heard the queens express themselves more openly when they do their poetry. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when y'all give what y'all give, y'all give life. Not because we'll see your womb, but we'll see your heart. And y'all give so much wisdom to the kings, and that will keep our foundation strong. Because you gotta have a strong woman to keep the men in their foundation. And then what I got in the mix of it, because he's the head, the foundation that that has been created won't be as strong. So before, you know, I pass the mic to someone else. I know we probably got some other people that that want to, you know, say what they want to say. I wanted to share this piece that I've done on the show on Sunday, and um, is a uh, is lady is lady love still on there? Is, is she still she is. on? Okay, yes, she is. I gotta make up this for her because I was actually supposed to come on her show last night, but unfortunately I didn't get a chance to call in because I got out of church late. So I want to share this piece. This goes out to all the queens that came on that have, that have done their piece, and they done excellent jobs. Um, I think Lydia Born the Right, I've heard her earlier. She mm-hmm. spits some wonderful stuff. Her I I can give this woman much, much props though, 'cause I mean she always gets something that's very inspirational. And you friend, you definitely made me challenge to a lot of stuff on, on poetry and it's just like I've been going nonstop ever since then. So you're the motivator behind almost everything that I have done. So far, and I appreciate that very much. I I needed that little push because if you didn't do that, if you didn't challenge me to do poetry or just to put it out there, I'd just be a spectator on mm. the show. That's, and when you have a hidden right. passion for something, you really can't mm-hmm. sit back. You got to let it loose. You got to let it flow. And that was something I was afraid to do was just to let – what was in me flow because I was unsure of how it was going to sound. And okay. I was so concerned about that because I didn't want to make myself sound like everybody else. And I wanted myself to sound just you know, different and be unique in what I say and how I say it. So I give much props to all you queens out there and also to the, to the brothers. Oh, Ken, you're making out, uh, me cry. <laughs> I break out the Kleenex now. Oh, Lord. 
I mean, I I appreciate I appreciate you, ladies. Though I mean, y'all y'all really y'all push a man to really you know do his very best, not to sit back on on what he's been blessed with, you know. And to the to the brothers out there, Mr. DSR himself, I I appreciate him when he came to our show and he spit some 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 mad stuff. And so him and to all the rest of the out there, much love to you guys. But I gotta share this here with the queens tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say what I say, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back. I have no tied up, so I'm just gonna let this one flow. So this okay. is to all the queens of poetry. To the queens of poetry, you bless the mic with words of wisdom. The love and passion you possess is felt with every word that's spoken. In spite of trials and tribulation, you have endured. You have helped someone whose voice was too timid to say what they really wanted to say. Let the Lord, your God, continue to speak peace with every poem you spit. Your blessings come through with the gifts that God has given you, making someone's mourning turn into praise. Speak peace while you sing. God's grace and mercy keeps you covered. And his love keeps you well-preserved for years to come. Even when your voice goes silent, the sweet melodies of your poetry still flows with power. Is that peace? Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm I'm speechless. I really am uh, very deep and meaningful. I could feel the the conviction with that as well as you stated those words. I knew they came from your soul, and they were sincere. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Uh, Queen Zipporah, what would you like to say in response to Ken sharing that piece? Uh, His uh, poem was uh, really different, and especially when he talked about the line about um, being a reminder for men. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't remember the, you know, the call the line how it went but with the, about the foundation. Yes, Ken, can you restate that line from your poem for us? Um, Which part? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, about the foundation. Uh, Actually, it was just something that I said that that, that came from my heart when I was saying about the foundation, because I said the men are the foundation. Mm Mm-hmm. But you have something that's that's special within you that you place in a man, so that he maintains his foundation. It's the love that you give to a man that keeps him strong and keeps the foundation in his life strong as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah, overall, the whole poem, you know, was uh, it is very different, and it was reality. Hear that, Ken? I, I hear you. It was reality, so that confirms that you are a what? A the very thing that you did not want to be when I first met you? 
saying you're going hard on them too hard. Right, right. <laughs> I'm coming at them with the stick tonight. No, no. I'm just sticking. Y'all always just come at me with something. <laughs> Jeff, why she challenge me like she do? Because, I mean. I mean, he just would not say that. He just, he was mm-hmm. not a poet. When I first met Ken, now, now I like. He said, "I read poetry. I like to hear it, but I'm not a poet. I don't write." <laughs> I, I, I was like, like "Yeah, I'm like this. This he's a hard nut to crack." But I said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna challenge this one." <laughs> I'm just so glad he took us up on the challenge. He did it and discovered. Wow, I am a poet. <laughs> Cranny, you know, he uh, what happened was that uh, not only cracked him up, but then you broke through that stubbornness. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That hard shell. That mm-hmm. you know. Let's see what kind of nut can we say Ken was. Um, definitely not uh, a peanut because that that shell was real thick. Yeah, uh, a chestnut. A chestnut. Like yeah. Yeah, a walnut. You have to use a hammer to crack. <laughs> oh, okay, so he wasn't the walnut. He was the chestnut. Mm-hmm. Oh my! So wait a minute, chestnut. You got to use that. What's that grip thing? Oh yeah, the nutcracker. That real hard. Oh my, Ken. <laughs> See? Wow. <laughs> You've come a long way, Ken. <laughs> Poet. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, definitely came a mighty. But you're on your way. You're on your way. You're blazing. You're blazing. You're that Nova. Uh, star now, and and we love what we're beholding from you, and we just want you to continue uh, doing what you love, doing what you love. You're inspiring us. Uh, that was truly an inspirational piece. I know every woman that heard it was inspired, and and every man even was encouraged. Um, you know, it was all about knowing your place and 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 being in your place. I thought. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate that very, very, very much. Okay. Well, we're going to let Ken have his uh, orange. He likes orange sherbet. I think that he deserves his orange sherbet at this time. <laughs> I could, yeah, me and my sherbet. <laughs> or sherbet. Um <laughs> <laughs> and and we're going to go to word play for you to hear and give our brother and King Ken his sherbet <laughs> or sorbet. Oh I did. Hey, friend, before before I take my seat, I did okay. have one, I did have one more I wanted to share. I really, I had one more. I had to pull this one up. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll definitely hear it, and then we'll go to word play for you to hear. Okay, and and this one here is uh, it's another short piece. Uh, if I had a title, it would be Always On The Go. Because you women are always on the move. You never sit still on anything that you have your mind set on. Whatever goals you have, you go for it. And see, that right there would challenge a man regardless. If he were the woman that's always on the go and she, and she knows she's on, and he knows that she's on a mission. My advice to him was to get up on it, get on board with her. Don't sit back because you might be missing something. Mm. So, here's my piece on that, and then I'm gonna take my seat and eat my sherbet ice cream because <laughs> 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 I love my sherbet. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
uh, always on the go, a woman who's on a mission to hang up on what needs to be done, a goal-getter, goal-setter, ain't let nothing stand in her way. Her GPS, God Protective System, stays on because he has directed her path to her next blessing. A few stops along the way to refuel herself spiritually, not settling for nothing less. She knows her worth because God is first, and whoever she comes in contact with will be blessed as well. Words of wisdom, words of love, words of compassion is part of her DNA. Let's roll out and get what is needed. There's a blessing with your name on it. Put your walking shoes on and get it in peace. Mm. Whoa. I think he issued a challenge out to all of us uh, women who have been doing it. Mm-hmm. He's telling us, keep doing it. Don't quit. Don't slack off now. Keep that momentum high. I love that, Ken. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very nice. And that's a challenge that I want y'all women to face with every day, every single day. You keep challenging yourself to get better. And mm-hmm. whoever you with, whoever your spouse with your spouse is, you challenge him to do the same thing. Because that's what makes life more fun when you constantly challenge yourself and you challenge each other to see how far you can go with what you do and take your faith to a whole nother level. Mm. And that includes myself. Beautiful. Well stated. I tell you, when I listen to Poet Ken, he just, I don't know, he has this vibe, he has this essence, like a relationship guru type person. Like he could be doing seminars and conferences for couples or something. <laughs> He's all you notice that Queen Zipporah? Mm-hmm. Like it's always like a formula. It's like a, a a a success formula for couples. Like if you do this, mm-hmm. this is what you're going to get, and it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, like, counseling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like, a count- like yes, counseling. Yes, therapy. Yes, yeah. indeed. Yes, he gives a lot of solutions. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Wow. Keep up. Keep mm-hmm. up that, that uh, spirit, Ken. You never know where it's going to take you. I mean, excellent. Thank you. Especially in today's society, you know, when so many couples find it so hard to stay together, you know, you're finding now a lot of couples that were together for so many years are breaking up. And it's like, how do you fix this? You know, and then when you hear, like, what Ken's saying, he's like, it's quite simple. <laughs> you know, there are things that are attributing factors that can help relationships to thrive and to become better, and this is what they are. And he just says it in such a way, it's like ABC123. It's, like, easy to follow. So... I I do like that. I do appreciate that about Ken. Thank you. Yeah, Ken, you just never know. People may start, um, you may have to open your own um, uh, counseling practice. (laughs) (laughs) Get you certified and everything and licensed, and hey, Ken, you're good to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's possible. All Mm -hmm. things are possible. 
Yeah, I mean, that. I noticed that. Even, like, a lot of his poems, too, it's always about relationships working and how they can work. Mm-hmm. Men, this is what you should be doing, or if you're doing it, don't stop. Women, this is what you are doing, keep doing it, or if you don't know to do it, this is what you need to do for your man. I mean, I noticed that with a lot of what he writes, you know, you can tell he's very passionate about seeing couples uh, thriving, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah, most definitely, most definitely, because I always hear about divorces and stuff, and I always try to look at why they're getting divorced. It's like, what part did y'all start slacking? And you always try to find a solution to mm-hmm. everything. And I'm not calling myself an expert. It's just, I just notice things. And it's like, you have to experience some, some downfalls in order to, uh, you know, appreciate, you know, certain things. So whenever you see someone that's in need, you can try to uplift their spirit. And not all, not all no relationships you know, being successful, though, and, you know, that's, that's just life. But for those who really, really, really want to just stay together, you have to fight. You have to constantly fight to keep that relationship alive, especially if it's worth it. So, you know, some will just say, like, hey, I give up. I don't care. And they might say it's somewhere else. It ain't no telling what happened midstream because you have to renew your relationships every single time. You got to renew it every single time. Can't, can't constantly do the same old, same old. You got to tweak something up. Mm. And if you don't do that, the relationship goes stale. And see, mm. my experience in my marriage, it, I ain't going to say it wasn't going stale. It's just we was like two people going two different directions, you know, whatever this person we used to doing, they want to stay in that. And me, I'm constantly like, okay, let's, Let's change this up a little bit. Let's let's add a little something here. Let's make this better than what it is. And that person don't want to change. And see, that's what happened in relationships. Most people refuse to change. They refuse to try to renew something of themselves in order to make the relationship better. And you have to renew your mind every single time. Because mm. if you don't, you have some, some negative baggage that you're holding on to, then all honesty, you have to let go of, and especially if it's folks you dealt with in the past. Mm-hmm. You just got to let some things go and bring something, something new to come through. Now, if the relationship is just flat dead, it's just what it is. It's just dead. You just let that go, period, and just give someone a chance who sees the value in you, and it's all from that. That's that. <laughs> and that's that. I hear you. Well, I tell you, we, we got a lot of wisdom uh, for relationships, for those in relationships that want to see relationships make it, uh, just uh, glean, glean from the wisdom that you heard tonight from our brother and king, um, poet Ken. He told us the truth, and he didn't hold back anything. So... If we heed to what he shared, we can only get better. And as he said, one thing that stood out was uh, you said, if it's dead, 
is nothing you can do about it. And I think that's the hard part for some people. Some people still hold on to dead things. They find it hard to let go of dead things. And we've got to learn if it's not alive, it's not thriving, it's not kicking, it's not doing anything good for us, let Mm -hmm. it go. Let it go. Let it go. We'll be better off. You'll be better off. Even the other party will be better off. Mm -hmm. Just let it go. Thanks so much, Ken. You're so welcome. Appreciate the support and appreciate the love. Well, we appreciate you. We appreciate the love, the support, the poetry, the poetry. (laughs) I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to let him enjoy his orange sherbet. (laughs) Yes, we're going to go to wordplay for you to hear again um, And we're winding things down And I want to give a, a special shout out I see Lady Nakia from Nakia's Open Book has just joined us We're going to come hey, to her <laughs> And we're going to go to wordplay at this time And allow Poet Ken to enjoy his orange sherbet Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we definitely, Um, you know, whatever you would like to share, you know, while we're uh, just touching on, I know I posed the first question to Ken was um, what makes a writing epic or we're trying to get to defining um, what makes Scribble exceptional, you know, what makes it not just, a writing piece or a literary piece, but exceptional. And um, if you'd like to put it in your own words, if you'd like to um, give your answer via a poem, whichever way you'd like to answer, it's okay. Uh, This is a uh, free free platform for artists to express themselves freely. And the mic is now in your hands. Fantastic. Um, what makes a, um, a, a, a scribble, um, what was the, the word that you Yeah, used? it could be, um, I used the word scribble, but it could be what makes a uh, poem, a story, a novel, what makes it stand out or outstanding, what makes it uh, memorable, what makes it not like all of the rest. Okay. And that I use so, the word exceptional for that cause. Mm-hmm. And, and and for me, what what makes a a, a poem, a scribble, a scribe exceptional mm-hmm. is it has to move me. Mm. Poetry, poets have always been the movers and shakers of society. And what makes them what makes their pieces exceptional is the ability to move and shake society. There's mm-hmm. a saying that I have, and excuse my, my language, but I say that the saying that I have is, I promise not to blow smoke up your ass if you promise not to whisper sweet nothing to my ear. Mm-hmm. And, and it really hits home with me in that I don't want you to talk to me with sweet nothings that really mean nothing. Mm-hmm. That 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 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're here to interact with each other. We're here to grow with each other. And and, and, and so we have to move each other. It's That's strange right. that Ken was talking about relationships and how you have to work to move and, and to make it happen and I mean, that's what this is all about, this growing process. And, and, and once again, um, if it's teaching me, if it's moving me, then it's exceptional to me. Mm. I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that strongly. A matter of fact, I have a poem that I would like to recite because it does confirm exactly what uh, the sage uh, (coughs) word play for you to hear just stated. I mean, it, it, I mean, to a T, the poem to a T. The poem is entitled Sounds, Tones, Vibrations, Frequencies. Tell me what you hear. Do you hear what I see? And can you see what I feel? Nothing far can be close if it's out of reach. So capture my essence as I speak. Indulge me. Let your heartbeat reply. Hear the rhythm of the sea. Let it vibrate through your belly. Hear the sun's rays in your ears. Let it saturate your mind. Life has its pleasures and its travails. Once a seed is sown, a crop will manifest. We labor for a harvest and we die to live again. Nothing good comes without a struggle. Adversity breeds promise, and purpose breeds destiny. Sounds, tones, vibrations, frequencies, all lead us unto light. Without sounds, tones, vibrations, frequencies, we would vanish into thin air and lose our permanence. Our souls would forever be lost. Listen to the wind as it speaks of change. The voices of the universe blend as a choir singing a solemn Refrain. Time is but for a season, and seasons are but for a moment. Changing hands to see the sky is why we thrive. We submit to the strongest wills to admit our inadequacies are what we stumble from. We must interact with destiny to be. Without the wings of destiny, how could we fly? We jump to our death when we advance without hope. Change is the bus that will transport us 
from the past to the future, and such without delay. Pioneer to evolve, investigate to affirm, resolve. Sounds equal inspiration, divine or mundane. Tones equal channels of energy, natural or supernatural stimulants. Vibrations equal mind provocation, mental impressions or evocation of thought. Vibrations equal mind provocation, mental impressions or evocation of thought. Frequency equals carriers of sound energy, provokes body reaction, gut sensations, and soul travel. Sounds, tones, vibrations, and frequency. Linear light, pure sound, piercing through the walls of darkness, removing the hardened layers of resistance, exposing the soft sinew, the tangible heart, making the old, new, again, in the peace. Yeah, and that's that piece. That's hot. Thank that's you. Hot. Indeed, indeed. I mean, and, and it's, it, it's hot because it deals with spirit on an esoteric level without beating mm. over the head with it. So, yeah, it's... um. It's real, and 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 it's something that, as it marinates mm-hmm. on the mindset of of your listeners, it'll have more and more meaning. I agree with that, and I strongly agree with it because I know each time I went back to it. And I had the chance to write it because it just flowed. A lot of times pieces will come spontaneous and then I'll have to grab a pen or a pencil and write it. Um, uh-huh. Thank goodness for SoundCloud and recorders, right? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I understand it. <laughs> yes, Steve. <laughs> but um, that's definitely a piece. Like There was an echo in that piece when I spit it tonight that, there wasn't an echo the first time when it came forth. And I wondered, and I said, why did I say that line twice? I still don't understand, but someday I will. It works in, in, in ways sometimes that we yeah. can't comprehend. But yeah. That was Not just really sure. deep. And it was like, and, I, and then I always remembered um, elders in my life saying, anything that's true will be said two or three times. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to hear it once. Oh. Exactly. It's like and there's going to be that confirmation and then that affirmation. Exactly. So right. I said, that's why that... Yeah. I said, so, okay, yeah. 
now I'm understanding what they were meaning. <laughs> exactly. We live exactly. and learn. Yes, ma'am. You know, since you did that piece, I, I want to do a, a piece too on kind of on vibrations. Sure. Before I before I do that piece. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna to put a, a a disclaimer out there, okay? Because this is in no way a reflection okay. of this is in no way a reflection of or an attack on anyone's beliefs, right? Religion or anything like that, okay? Okay. So the piece is called vibrations. <clears throat> I'm gonna actually do the piece to a Trent Alva piece called Mission. Hmm. We'll jump right into it, okay? Thank you. All right. The vibrations that I am receiving are not in harmony with the stillness of the vibrations that I am projecting. Something is going to have to give. The second hand takes to create the illusion of time, yet within me there's a raging silence that echoes from the depths of my soul. Balancing on a triangle of perceptions of the past, present, and future. And still, throughout it all, there is love and the alpha and the omega, the life and death, the light and dark, the matter and anti-matter. Laughing out loud at people trying to knock me off my square, I suppose in love and war, all is fair. Understanding that I can't be moved as they become behooved to find out that it is not square that I sit on. Instead, I am the cube suspended within the cube. When the silver lining in your clouds turn gray, leaving you unable to find your way. Note that even the darkest nights are soon followed by brighter days. When the gloomiest clouds saturate your wills to go on, cling to the energy of the God force from whence you come. Phonetically poetic synergy that wakes you from the dream that clouds your mind like anesthetics in the specific paramagnetic illusion of this thing that we call life. Energetically fusing your consciousness with the source, also known as the God force, blending your darkness with your light. They tell me to hold on to my dream. Conjuring up melodic tales, a serpent swallowing their tails as they encircle your mind in the shackles of hell, blinding you with the spell of the so called redeemer. Sleep. Sleeping with the angels and dreaming of that one being born and placed in the manger fact of fiction. Which do you think is strange? Brought here to save you from all the sin that is you, so you adorn them with all your hopes and aspirations to set your spirits free. Freedom from what you were told of energies encapsulating your soul, turning your vessel from the young to the old as you keep your third eye closed, never to know that these energies and spirits are you what makes you hope. Bestowed by the universe more precious than gold, balancing the light and dark in your harmonic flow. As I float in your pure waters, I become whole from all that is you, caressed by the streams of your love and all of its truth, crested on the peaks of our waves, passions renewed, forever meshing in the flow of your glow under the blue. I was born with three eyes, two ears, and one mouth, stressing that I watch and listen more than I talk, learning the pains of crawling before I learned to walk with you, learning that compassion is the marriage of love with all. Intimate without the physical form, as if we've known each other forever, joined together as we ride the current of love and all our endeavors, able to stand the test of time and endure the stormiest weather, present in the moment as you shine bright in the night with the stars in the heavens. Blessed are those who know this love, which truly the gift of being, projecting realistic visions of what the third eye is seeing, the supreme being, reaching and teaching the alignments of the chakras and all of their meanings, harmonic vibrations, breaking the tail from the serpent's mouth for eternal freedom. Invading your complacency with images of 
human toil and degradation, contemplating the inequities of the equations of life's deformation. Frustrating sensations, overwhelming aspirations of nations that place in the congregation of life. Examination into the world's human relations with education of some of the things that keeps us in the night. Standing at the pinnacle of the mountain of life, government falling by the wayside, excellent stage right, memories of past illusions of them reaching great heights, it was all a fallacy to steal your natural born rights. Words born with the potential to move your mind into a different dimension, existential and their approach, flooding your brain in the torrential current of all that is essential to bring you from the mundane and consequential to the exponential consciousness of your higher self. Influential without reproach, preferential in our choices of hope, preferential in our choices of hope. Providential as we bask in the warmth of universal laws, jurisprudential law. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the night, my vision is clear with the illumination of my inner light. Fear flees my presence because my approach is forthright as I vibrate with frequencies of a singularity for fear to take flight. Wake me from the dream so that you can see all that was unseen as you helplessly cling to the fellow of false deities that hold your power in their ring. Shaking your very being in the consciousness of linguistic strings that vibrate on air when spoken to remind you, you are still king and queen. You see, the dream was all to make you forget by planting things to gain control of your mindset, testing your willpower to abet the destruction in the natural flow of your paradise so that we could all become less. Think about this for a second. We were you before you were you. We were me before I was me. And we are still we, even though you are you and I am me, and we will still be we when you are no longer you and I am no longer me. Yet most of us spend most of our energy this time and space trying to set ourselves apart from and gain control of all that is we, the conventional. But that's not the case. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow. Wow. I mean, the answers, it's like so many times... um, The light is right before us, but if we don't open our eyes to it, we'll never see it. We'll never know that it's here. We're looking at it with the wrong eyes. Mm. We have eyes that that we don't use, that we were taught not to use. And our our mission here, our lessons here are to teach us to use that eye that we've been taught not to use. Mm -hmm. It's as much a part of who you are as your ability to see with the two eyes that you see with, smell with your nostrils, taste with your mouth, hear with your ears, touch with your hands. There's a third eye that everyone has that we've been taught not to use, that we need to get back in touch with using because it's part of our instinct. It's part mm-hmm. of what connects us with the source. I hear that. I hear that. Yes, indeed. And we we are not going to be connected with our source if we don't open that eye. And refuse to see it. Exactly. And allow and light to, to enter. Right. Right. Accepting the truth is actually that. It's, it's exactly. Accurate. Exactly. And so a lot of us have been fooled into believing that we don't need to use that third eye and that it serves no purpose, but it serves a very vital purpose. The Creator gave you everything that you had needed to have a relationship with it before you ever came here. And because you are part of it, you're always connected. Now, whether or not you're tuning into that with those vibrations, harmonics, or frequencies 
is your choice, and therein lies the choice. The choice is yours. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we're going through moving into that new age that that, that she was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And, and and all all the great religions talk about it. Christianity talks about it. How will I know about it's you, Lord? You will see a man with the water pitch. We're moving into an age of Aquarius, which is the water bearer. With that comes the information, mm-hmm. the knowledge. But if you don't apply the wisdom with the knowledge, you're lost. Mm. You're lost. That's right. That's the well, truth. So that's where we are. That's it in a nutshell. And it's something that really, I mean, it it is it is so earth shattering, soul moving. Frequency enabling that if you take it in and you digest it, and then even if you're not able to digest it all at once, come back to it and come back to it, and it'll come to you. Trust and believe. That's right. That is the truth. Um, and I've heard so much talk now. It's It's more becoming commonplace to hear a person speaking about the pineal gland. Um, And for so long, I can remember when there, no, it was taboo to talk about it in the public place. But now you can go into your uh, local cafes and coffee shops and people are talking about um, knowledge and truth on, on those terms. And what that land is, and how it, it, you know, what its function is, and uh, what's being done in in our uh, world today to prevent us from having full function of that gland. And and so, you know, it's just a lot of uh, truth for for too long uh, was hidden, and and then there were those that were just. Um, they were just afraid, I believe, to even endeavor to know. It's strange that you said that because, you know, here's the thing. Man operates out of two base emotions, and every emotion thereafter comes off of one of these two base emotions. And the two base emotions are love and fear. Mm-hmm. All the negativity comes off, branches off of your fear. Fear is the thing to keep you away from love. Love is the God force. Fear works to keep you away from it. They can't live in the same house. The the, the the knowledge that you're speaking of is something that the ancients have known forever and ever, and there have been people in our times who have known it as well, and they've used it. And what they did was they took that knowledge, and instead of really having a, an, an understanding of it, they stole it mm. and, 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 and then tried to use it as a way to keep the masses as the wind, the wind beneath their wings. Okay. And so what they're doing is they're holding a tiger by the tail because they really don't understand what it is that they've gotten a hold of. Mm-hmm. And as people become more and more awake about what's really going on with regard to them keeping things from us in order, because they are, we're all energy conductors. This is all about energy, vibration, frequencies, and all of that. They're energy vampires. The only way that they can survive is to siphon off your energy. Yes. But they, they can't siphon your energy off unless you give it to them. Give it to them. It's the choice being yours. And so 
as you become more aware of what's going on, as this knowledge comes to you and the wisdom comes to you, you begin to understand that the choice is yours, and you can pull away from it anytime you want to. Just some blocks. Mm. And they fall they okay. fall by the wayside. So they they know that they're running out of time because people are waking up. They're putting fluoride and water in order the heart and the pineal gland, and they're doing that so that you don't have full use of it and don't understand or don't understand what that connect is with your higher being. Mm-hmm. You understand, and and all of this is all of this information is, has has been out there for a long time, but they've suppressed it. And quite as a scout, the internet mm. is is the best tool available. We understood how to use it and how to gain information that that's out there for us to, to grasp. That's right, and that's why they want to get control of that. I mean, we yes. use it for social media, but let me tell you something. You, you, never in, in, in our lives, never in the history of man, have we had access to information the way that we do now. That's and true. this is our chance in order to elevate ourselves to where we're supposed to be, which is the kings and queens that the, 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 that, 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 that that our higher power always wanted us to be. Mm-hmm. We are never supposed to be here in servitude as to another man like that. We, we're just not. I agree and, with and, that. And as long as 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 long as we embrace the fear, mm-hmm. with them bombarding us on news with all the wars, rumors of wars, and all of that, the economy's crashing and all of that. As mm-hmm. long as they've got us in that and that and that mindset, they can control us. It's easier to lead people who are afraid. Mm. On the other hand, if you love unconditionally, and you love your brothers and sisters. You understand that our reason for being here is not to be in fear, but to love and have that connect with our higher power. They can't do anything to harm us. We've taken it. We've 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 taken. They can no longer siphon the energy off of us. Hmm. That's right. That's and right. That's my preaching for the night. I'm sorry, I went on too long. But, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that. It, it was necessary um, after your piece, um, uh, what we were discussing, it, it required that. So I thank you for even uh, being patient and taking the time to further explain. Thank you for having me. I, I really, really enjoyed the show tonight, and I enjoyed the poets who came on, and I enjoyed the conversations that are being had with regard to the spirituality, with regard to the awakening, with regard to knowing who we are, what we are, and why we're here. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you. We're glad um, that it was good meat for you. It was good meat for us. Uh, We definitely look forward to the next time we can all uh, just come together and uh, share, you know, share our gifts, uh, our love for the arts, as well as um, knowledge, uh, the because it's necessary. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Peace, love, blessings, and wisdoms pass forward to you and all the callers. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Same to you okay. as well. Queen Zipporah, yeah. was there anything you wanted to say in response? Uh, no, I don't have anything to say. Okay. About regarding uh, with the Lady phone. of Love, was there something that you wanted to share in response? He covered. He covered. So much of of yeah. the reality of what is you know um and and the the truth that stuck with me 
Mm-hmm. Um, we give them power when we mm-hmm. disconnect. When we disconnect from our higher power by not loving. When we have the tenets of envy and hatred and contriveness and and bitterness and and backbiting and tattling and all of those ugly things, we immediately disconnect from our higher power, which is all love, and we open the channel for all of these other things to come in. And he is so on point. And see, even in the church, when they they try to express it, we're going to get in that church, I'm telling you, and we're going to begin to tell them the real. See, what they know right now is that spirits are transferable. But they really do not understand these dangling channels that they keep opening up and allowing them to our spaces. They cannot do anything and they're, they, they, are, they are powerless unless they have a body. The only way you can do anything in this atmosphere, you have to have a body. And so when you open up the networks and open up the channels with your bitterness and your foolishness and your craziness, and you start doing things, you just open up a dark world that just comes in like a flood, like it has a funnel coming from that first heaven down into our earthly atmosphere. Oh, my God. I mean, he was so, you are so... So there, I understood everything that you said. You're a realist. You're a it's realist. To, to be able to talk with people who can relate and understand, because all too often when people don't understand or understand this, they look at the messenger as being the crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look throughout history, it's been like that all the time. So a lot of times when I talk like this to people, yes. they tend to tense up and withdraw because of because of that base emotion that's the opposite of the God-based emotion, which is... And what you're fear. saying has nothing has nothing to do with denying God, but you see, if um, certain folk would would be in your presence and hear that, they would call you a devil. And, you know, and I... Of course. This. Yeah, I've had it I'm like, well, what were you reading in that Bible when you... When you just now something connected when you when you brought the um, the the piece out I think it's in Luke ten I believe it might be Luke ten it might be Mark ten but all of the the synoptic gospels carry the same story when um, when um, uh, Jesus told them to go and they would meet a man with a a, a water pitcher and that mm-hmm. was, mm-hmm. I wasn't for this time that time it wasn't for that time it was for this time the power it was the parable yeah. a parable that was being actually acted out but the substance of it was not for then it was because in everything Jesus spoke about he spoke about what was to come am i right yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and and and, my, and 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 the darkness is not even anything to be afraid of why does it that because we all possess the dark and light within Exactly. The, the, the problem is this. When they went in and stole the knowledge mm-hmm. without the wisdom, mm-hmm. they stole the dark knowledge without understanding that you had to have balance with the light knowledge. Right. Exactly. And so 
what what's manifested as a result of that is darkness. Mm-hmm. Spiritual darkness. Yes. Spiritual darkness for the masses. And 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 that's how they thrive because that's the only knowledge that they have. Exactly. So they don't understand about the balance, and and because they don't understand about the balance, they rely on on one portion of it. And universe always works to create balance. It's the spiral, and everything that you look at. Everything is in balance. Exactly. So by them holding on to the darkness only, Mm. there's going to be a light force that comes and brings that balance back as well. And that light Mm. force is the people. Yes. And they become awakened. Right. That's true. And and, and, and and reconnect. And it's all in your DNA. It's all in your DNA. Absolutely. And so it's I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to talk it, too much. It, no, you can. It's it's okay, but I just wanted to say that it was it was placed there. It was placed in our DNA because we were made out of imperfect soil. So the the DNA mm-hmm. The DNA had to be the thing that was placed in us to overcome that imperfect soil. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm about mm-hmm. to have a hallelujah fit over here, man. I'm sweating. The Holy Spirit is in this room. Oh. I am and that's out what's of up. That's how spirit works. I am out of works. self. Oh, my God. How about that? That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Yes, it is, my dear brother. Yes, it is. The tears the are It's the beacon of light. It is. Right. And oh. and and you know, we are light. We are light. Exactly. We are light. We are exactly. spirit. Light is energy. We are spirit. We are light. We are energy. And the spirit sad thing having a human experience. Absolutely. Yes, having exactly. We're wearing uh earth suits. We were born into earth earthen uh vessels. Um and and the sad part about it is a lot of times we are being conned, and mm. we don't even realize it. And like exactly. Lady of Love mentioned about the church, for so long, um, so many believed that the Bible was it, mm-hmm. that that was everything, that and on only 66 books, and that there were no other books. There were no well, other now, sacred texts. You know what I'm saying? And for so long, um, if you mentioned that you read, like, the book of Noah or the book of Enoch or another book, they would exile you from a church and say, you can no longer be called a Christian because that's sacrilegious and blah, 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 and so does I. Even even with the way that they they emasculated Mm -hmm. the religion. Exactly. Women played a very vital role. And, and spirituality yes. during Jesus Christ's time, and they're not being given their 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 due with yes. regard to that. And it, there's and an that, actual that was, book of Mary. Like a lot of people don't even know of yes, that. Yes, there is. But there's a yes, book of Mary, is. and there there were things about her. It wasn't just that she was a virgin. I mean, the Catholic Church had now. us all duped, believing Come that it now. was because she like they made it seem like she was the only. Uh, virgin or the only uh, um, virgin that that would be considered as pure, and that had nothing to do with it. It had everything to do with who she uh, was born out of, why she was select. It was a it was genial. It, 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 and it's still 
to this very day, like was mentioned, our DNA has a lot to do with our destiny. I'm not trying okay. to make it as though one one uh, uh, people is better than another people or anything like that, but the facts being what they are, um, certain DNA is known to be the DNA of those that are called the gods or the kings or the the rulers or or um the ones that were the uh the first the original man you know what i'm saying now if you have a problem with truth you'll never accept what i'm saying i don't have a problem with truth absolutely i would tell anyone do your research i never debate i never debate over fact do the research cuz i'm definitely going to do the research you know, but, what, friend, last night, I'm a, the other night I was talking to Lakia about it as well. I'm the type of person that believes that I plant seeds by, mm-hmm. by giving information. I understand that everybody isn't ready for the information, and I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Everybody's got to progress at their own pace. Right. But I know that everyone's minds are like fertile soil. Mm-hmm. And when I plant that seed, I may not be there to see it take root. Mm. But it's going to take root. Mm. And when it does, it'll be their time in order to go where they need to go. And so Ooh. my thing is, I state my case and I keep it moving because there's too many of us out here who don't know. And I want to make sure that I let as many people know whether they're ready to accept it now or not. Excellent. And then let the chips fall where they may. Mm. And the seeds sprout as they will. Yes, that's right. That's what we have to keep doing because... There's always someone that didn't hear, even though we think because this is the Internet age or the information age that uh-huh. everyone's heard it. No, there are still some places where uh, they don't have access to uh, towers to see uh, cable or television or to hear radio as we hear it and have easy access to it here. So we have to always keep in mind there's always someone, there's always someone. That's waiting to hear yeah. <laughs> hence, what hence we know. about truth. Hence my piece about truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I said that uh, it, it'd be a long time, I mean, me and Mr. Obama got a lot of work to do before I started strumming the bass strings of victory. Because I understand that that prosperity that I spoke of in that piece mm-hmm. was about people understanding who they are. And understanding that they've been bamboozled, fooled, tricked for millennia. Mm. Yes, we have. Mm. And I still have to say, one day we'll all be free. Yes, ma'am. One day we all yes, ma'am. will be free. We will know and when that day does arrive, it will be because we understood that the game that was being played with our minds for all those years was to separate us, to divide us, and to conquer us. And we always had one common enemy. Yeah. And, and, they, and they do it by hocus pocus, trickers, mm-hmm. to get you to give up your free will, yeah. to get you to give it up because they can't have it unless you give it to them. Mm. They mm-hmm. can't have it unless you give it to them. And we've got to stop giving it to them. Even with this new millennium 
we're on the brink of now. We're going to have to decide, are we going to continue on in this new millennium like our foreparents did and those before us that did have the shackles on their minds? Or are we going to say, enough of this? I'm taking off the chains completely. Well, there's this thing that's called, and, and, and all, the, all the different religions talk about it as well. It's called a quicken. And so look at it like this. Man's existence on, 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 on the planet Earth, in the last hundred years, we've gotten more knowledge than we have in all the years before that. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the quickening happening in real life time. Taking that into consideration, then what you have to understand is that that quickening also affects us and the way that we respond to what it is that we deal with and whether or not we're willing to continue to deal with what our ancestors or what our elders have dealt with. And the the answer is quite simply no. Once again, those in power, they know that their time is almost up. And so what they're trying to do is lock it down Mm -hmm. before that time is up. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're simply, they just don't have enough time. They don't have enough time. Time isn't on their side. Mm-hmm. That's long time is on my side. It ain't on their side no more. It's it not, was for a long time, but not now. Yeah. Time is almost up. We have, mar- we have quickly, mar- time is quickly marching into eternity. Very Godspeed time. Very quickly. And that also explains, even with a lot that we're seeing, why we're seeing it happening at the rate that we're seeing it happening. Exactly. exactly. I mean, like ooh. Like a fever pitch. Yes, Just indeed. Like a fever pitch. Hyperdrive. vibration, too. So mm-hmm. now, 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 taking that into consideration and understanding that the pulse of the earth is increased, the pulse of the universe is increased, the pulse of the multiverse is increased, the heart rates of people have increased, all of this mm-hmm. is happening for a reason because it's all tied in together. Mm-hmm. The, ra- the rabbit hole runs deep. It runs deep. Yep. Yes, it does. I see that. I've never known a day like this where so many young people are having strokes and heart attacks. Come on now. I remember on, when now. I was younger... When you heard of someone having a stroke, they were at least 70 or 70-something. Now. The Bible talks about that, too. Yes, I'm hearing that. that. I mean, young men having heart attacks, falling out, dead, 30, 40, um, strokes, 30, 40. I'm like, wait a minute. Something's going on here. It's more than just. You ever heard of slow kill? You ever heard of slow kill? Slow kill? Slow kill. Slow kill. Okay, slow kill. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm not sure that I have. Okay. You know what I'm gonna me. do? I'm going to I'm going to send you something in Messenger later tonight. Okay. That they said was a hope. And I want you to read it. And this was written about eighty, ninety years ago. Hmm. And tell me if this isn't what you're seeing happening nowadays. And then okay. it'll explain to you what slow kill is. And, and once again, when they understand that time is about up for them and they try to lock everything down, what do you mm-hmm. think it is that they tell you that they've got to reduce world population down to 
a half a half a billion people. Right. I am familiar with the depopulation agenda. Okay. Underway. All of this is this has been going on for centuries. Okay. This plan has been in effect for centuries. And so when you start really digging into it, to them it's like a chess game. But they're playing chess not against you. They're playing chess against the creator. Against God. This is the dark forces that's at exactly. This exactly. Is the dark forces at work. And exactly. The whole, the whole thing was to turn us around that we would go against the Creator. Exactly. Exactly. Up, we are waking up. I know good time well. There's no way in the world you could tell me that a human man made me. Okay. So there is something higher than me. Much, much, much. Higher than me. Oh, oh, most definitely. Most I mean, it has nothing to do with this humanity. It has something to do with the dark forces. The, the yeah, dark, dark forces came to, their whole objective is to embarrass God. That's it. Yeah. And, he, and, they, and they, it, the dark forces is using or trying to use God's um, uh, prize love humanity mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and a lot of us a lot of us have just gone over to that side and given them a helping hand mm-hmm. they don't even have to come near us we just open up the doggone door and you know and just let them on in come on he, in have a and you know something i'm not yes, afraid of go them. ahead i'm not afraid of them and I, that's the whole thing that's why they're so close to home to put fear in you because they understand that you don't fear. Mm-hmm. But I'm not afraid of them because I know that I was, am, and always will be seeing that I'm a spiritual being and that that spirit is energy and energy can't be created or destroyed. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's a movie that comes to mind, uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And remember Darth Vader and mm-hmm. remember... Um, uh, just the whole lightning versus dark uh, tr- um, fact of the struggle mm-hmm. and the warring. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing how, you know, it's true. Art imitates life. A lot of times through a movie, through a painting, through theater, uh, through a dance, through song. You can, a lot about life can be clearly defined. Yeah. And I've got a piece um, that talks about that. Really yeah, and yeah, and and I think crazy. you know, like the chessboard, you have the white and the black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just all it's it's always this it's always these two forces. You know, these yeah. two powers at work. And um, the thing is, those two forces are in all of us. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. they've chosen to do is they've chosen to embrace only one side of what's within them. And that's what I liked about Star Wars because it showed how the truth was. You know, Luke had to decide because he could have gone either way. You know what I'm saying? Like he had just as much of the dark side in him as the light. But but we choose. It just shows how in your life you make that decision. You make that choice which side, you know, you're going to be loyal to. Really, that's what it is. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about your loyalty. Mm-hmm. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, um, let me ask you something. This slow kill is a holocaust, right? Proof the government is poisoning you, right? 
Well, it's, it's something like that, yeah. But it goes it goes even deeper than that. I mean, than just the government. I mean, and it's, it's understand that what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring all the tentacles and all the tentacles under one umbrella. Okay. And so they've said they 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 present it to you as globalization. Uh, okay. Okay. Is this also touching on cyber genetics? Cybergenetics as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. GMOs are slow kill. Because I'm noticing, kill. yeah, a lot is happening now, even within, like, major uh, corporations and with technology involving uh, cybergenetics yeah. and artificial intelligence for the longest time we've been aware. Well, think, of, think about how odd this is. We rely on the very company that that is a chemical plant to lead our country and the development of GMOs, which is our food. Mm. Now, these chemicals, I would say, used as pesticides and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, just think about the irony of that, the dichotomy there. The same company that's making these poisons that used to actually make poisons for chemical weapons. Right. Oh, my gosh. Now they're in charge of the GMO program, mm, mm, mm. Monsanto's. Mm-hmm. Understand who they are. Understand who they are. And and I'm going to send you something that they said that was a hoax. And it's it, 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 like the uh, Protocols of Zion. Okay. And they talked about this 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. From the mercury and the felons of your mouth to the mm-hmm. corn in your water, yes. to, to the to the gene splicing, mm. to the chemicals that they put in your food, it's a slow kill. So you say lots more younger people are having heart attacks and strokes mm-hmm. and things of that nature, and they're having these effects. You ever noticed that that the asthma rate nowadays is higher oh, than yes. it's ever been? Oh my! Yes, uh, 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 the kids, the, the, the kids that are are getting these, um, that are ending up with autism is at the highest rate that it's ever been. Exactly. exactly. And the male children, they're saying it's higher among uh, the African American and minority male children. That's deliberate. That. that is deliberate that. autism. Imagine that. Hmm. There's a lot of studies on it now, and they're even making this connection with the uh, measles rubella vaccination mm-hmm. and what's in it. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. in it? It's more than just mercury. There's other. Things. Oh yeah, they put some. Yeah, but the mercury just isn't good for you. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Bad and the some mercury other things. Your feelings isn't good for you. I mean, so when I say slow kill it. And when, when I send this thing to you, I just want you to read it because they said it was good. Yes, I sure will, and I'll share it as well. It's, it's going to blow you away. Mm-hmm. And, and because they said it was a hoax, they said it was all just a fraud. And it was written close to 100 years ago, but if it was mm-hmm. a hoax, then why is it that every time, everything that you look up has to, shows exactly what they were talking about? I agree. And so, I mean, you know, you can, you got you to gotta have to pull the, 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 the wool from... Over your land. Over, yes. And over see it for what it is. That's right. I mean, and that's what we're dealing with. And so, yeah. It's I'm just, awake. I'm, like, my concern is we have 
you know there's going to be a resistance. We already know. There's uh, some I, – I know some people even now that are already starting to live off the grid. Um, some have moved as far as up in the mountains in Arizona, different, you know, some have gone down, you know, uh, to, 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 they, they see what's coming. Okay. And they're very in tune. Um, shortwave radio. I had just maybe about a year or two ago, I said to someone, I said, you know what? It's time to invest in the shortwave radio because once all the power goes out, and um, certain cities, of course, like New York City, they had the one time, I don't know if you quite remember, it was maybe three years. Yeah, they had the blackout and people had to walk across the bridge. Um, and um, nothing was running, no trains or anything. And it was just utter chaos and how it impacted just for a few hours, maybe four hours or something, and how devastating that was. It's really important to understand how things work, how to survive. And, and hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Now, mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you go do drastic things. That doesn't mean that you quit your job and you go live with your head buried in the dirt. What it right. means is that you prepare yourself for the worst because nothing, no, let's put it like this no superpower nation has ever gone on forever. Mm-hmm. That's right. They've all collapsed throughout history. They have. That's real in talk. The event that, in the event that we're living in a time where that happens here, can you go and, and catch food, prepare food, grow food? Do you know how to provide shelter? Do you know how to do these things? Mm-hmm. Because now, let's, let's, let's be honest now, our elders, our ancestors knew how to. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Now, they done got us all in the inner city living in the concrete jungles. And in all honesty, a lot of us ain't going to be able to make it. No, but that's, see, that's how come I go back to the country every now uh-huh. and I have, a, I have a draw to go back there because I'm living in a house. When I go to the country, I'm living in a house that's easy, 75 years old, maybe, you know, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, and, and one of the one of the older houses of my, my great auntie, they just let it drop. They're going to make it into a museum because she started her own school because she, she was aware of what was going on with this madness. And, and it just dropped. But I go back to the country and I deal with my cousins, and we we be like we were when we were little kids. We had to. That's what's up. We had to. We had That's to boil clothes in that black pot. We had a washing. Yeah. We had a washing machine. And see, see, I, but, I'm lucky because my family has got land from the end of slavery, so we got our 40 acres that's been in our family since the end of slavery. Mm-hmm. But I know how to so make I know, I know how to make neck bones, you know, and and beans that's what's up. and cornbread, and I know how to yes, make of mm-hmm. greens, honey, with, with some neck bones, and we could eat real good. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. I, I don't that's like important. steak. You can keep that. I man, as far as I'm concerned, the world would be. 
that it will, the world will be stacked up with cows. I, I don't like that. I don't eat that, you know? <laughs> I hear you. I I I'd, be, I'd like a little beans with some cornbread, you know. And, yes, and ma'am. Yes, some ma'am. Beef, some beef neck bones. I don't eat pork anymore, but you know, the beef <laughs> neck bones would be good. And, and right. I'm fine. I'm good, you know, because right. I a soldier needs to be light. You can't be heavy and be no soldier, because you'll get lethargic. The enemy will slip in the I camp. Agree. I agree. That's true. Got to sleep. That's a- the most important thing with is that your you eyes have open. that knowledge and wisdom. Exactly. You have to have the knowledge, and with that, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. But don't don't let them, don't let them, you're living in an age of information. The information is available to you. Seek it. Mm-hmm. That's it's it. Bad. Do the that's study. The, I'm always thing. urging uh, everyone, read, study, research, mm-hmm. because there's, so much going on, and even um, in terms of uh, shortwave radio, I'm always encouraging uh, people to listen in because there's a lot going on in other places that you're not going to hear on CNN. You're not going to hear right. on B, right. uh, BBC uh, News. Right. Um, they're not going to tell you right. because they don't want you no. to be aware of it. The shortwave radio reporters are people like me and you who mm-hmm. they have their old school hookup. <laughs> and they out there in the desert somewhere, they way out, and they telling you exactly what's going on. And like, oh, don't believe that stuff that you hearing over there. This is what's really happening. Exactly. And I, since I've had my short wave radio, I've been telling people, look, it's worth the investment. Cut that cable off. You need they to. lying. They conning you. They, you know, mm. dulling your um senses. You need find to. out well, what's really like happening. You need to what is it? It's, it's a television? Tell live vision? Exactly. Gee. Okay, come on now. Tell live come vision. On. <laughs> I like that. Come on now. Vision, it's yeah. the truth. That's, that's what it is. The one-eyed monster. It's, yeah. The it's one-eyed. to get you to group think. Yeah. It's to get you to buy into that's it. That's right. All. And you notice what they always tell our young people to drink milk. Um, I did a study on what's in milk. Oh, my God. I can never have anything but almond milk or rice milk. You know what I'm saying? It's something I can make myself. I can get the blender. I can do it myself. I said, I can't believe they are poisoning our youth like this. And and the ones that are aware, they're trying to kill them. The ones that are smart, the ones that are the gifted and the intelligent and the bright. Of course. Um, of they're course. trying to get rid of them. Well, you know, or flip them to come with them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they got they've got they've got ways of identifying them, and then they try to pull them and cycle them off so that. Mm-hmm. Like the diversion, like a diversion. Exactly. That was exactly, exactly what that was all about. Wow. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they have. I mean, the wickedness is so deep. These people just—they're in the church and they're hollering and screaming and running all over the place. And yet they—they they speak about the wickedness, but they really have no idea the depth. The rabbit hole runs deep. It Ooh, runs deep. God, I mean, it's—it's it's just all up underneath their houses. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. even—they don't even get it. And I just look at these blank eyes, and it makes you cry. It makes the tears come because. 
you can't even connect with them to even prepare them to, you know, to, to be aware of what's going on so that they can possibly be a unit in this chain of humanity to keep things straight. And they, they're, they're just, I mean, it's just ridiculous. I just looked at a picture from um, the church that I was going to down here. This crazy man has got a little Bo Peep staff stretched out across the pulpit, the rock, you know, the, the pulpit, over the podium. And I'm like, in the deuce are you, what kind of illusion and what kind of fairy tale are you putting down here with a long old robe on and stuff? And this is the same character that wanted somebody to take up money to get him a um, a Rolls Royce. Can you believe that? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's trickery. It's all it's trickery. All trickery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All trickery. I mean, they have really, really, I mean, and, and the people are asleep. You know what they're like? They're like uh, zombies. They're, they're just shuffling along. And, and, and if you mm-hmm. ever question any of them about some of the madness and, and you say, do you like this? And they're like, well, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, what can you, what can you do about it? I'm like, oh, my God, this is as far as mm. This is as far as your mind goes, that there is no other plan. There is nothing. So you're just going to be satisfied with them just annihilating you, you know? Think about it like they think about it like Wow. A horse, as powerful as it is, Uh it's broken. You can take it and tie it to a twig, and he'll stay there for hours on hours on hours, not knowing that he can pull that twig or, or pull away from that twig and go free. Yes. And that's that's the, the mentality of a lot of people. That's their, their minds have been locked down to the point where they believe that they can't make a difference, they can't do anything, and they just go along with the program. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I'm almost like you for the the ones that will listen, the ones that I can commune with, the ones that I can share information and we go back and forth with it. I, you know, and and I and I wonder. I say, you know, God, you really don't want me to be like that. You want me to sound the alarm. You want me to wake the masses. But it is so mm-hmm. hard. It is so. There are their heads are harder than Japanese arithmetic. It's hard with them, you know. And then they it takes talking to a thousand people to touch one. Then so be it. Mm. I'll yeah. talk until I can't talk. Yeah. Yeah. And just know somebody is listening, even when it doesn't seem like they're listening. Exactly. It may take a year, two, three years, they come back and tell you, you know what, what you said to me then, I was hearing you, I just wasn't in the place that I am Mm -hmm. in today where I can tell you that, yes, I understood. You've got to give people room to get there. You've got to give people room to get there. They'll get there. They will get there just like I did, just like people before right. me did. And, and just like we did, you know. Exactly. Understanding is not always quick. Yes. Exactly. Mhm. It takes exactly. a minute. I understand because I, I teach a life skill class, and sometimes I, I really have to, I have to really kind of go in with them, and then they'll come back and they say, you know, but they never want to. They they never want to skip my class. They always want to be in my class, and they know it's important. And they'll come back and they'll say mm-hmm. you know, that that was a good lesson today. That was a guy mm-hmm. that I had. I, mm-hmm. I mean, you really talked about some, uh, you know, important things that I can I gathered out of this this lesson. 
which is a blessing, then I know that I've done what I was supposed to do because I didn't go in selfishly. I went in to give. I went in to empty out my my total story, you know. That's right. Beautiful. That's it. You, you You never, ever fail whenever you go in right. You're going to accomplish what you needed to accomplish. It may not have been what you thought right. you were supposed to accomplish, but it will be what was necessary. And the necessary and is what's you needful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. it. Two or three applications for it to mm-hmm. come about. I mean, once I, I thought I, I was mentoring a, a young lady, and I thought that I just did not get through and, you know, and I, I lost contact with her, and then one day, early Mother's Day, I got a text that blew me. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't a text. It was a voicemail. Blew me out the water. Blew me out the water. She thanked me for all of my input and the things that I did for her. I mean, it was I like... Wow. I mean, I didn't even say, I thought I hadn't made a dent. Because when I lost contact with her, I thought she was back off into whatever, you know. And here it is. So keep in mind. Here it is. Keep in mind that we're all, I'm sorry, go ahead. This girl was back on the straight and narrow and doing what she needed to do for her family, you know. Mm. We're all energy conductors. We all transfer energy back and forth. And although you may not feel that you're having enough you're mm. having an effect, and you may not see the results of the effect, or you may not see it in the time that you think it, you should see it. But understand that they've got to walk their path because it's their path. But because you've had that effect, it will make a difference. Trust and believe in that because that's what the God force is all about. Mm. There's Thanks. nothing more powerful than love. Absolutely. That's I, right. I, I, that's who I am. That's I'm Lady of Love, and and I exactly. and I stand, I stand on them. I was born into a family that loved me from the minute that they put hands on me, bring me out of that hospital, and before that, of course, they might you know I the, I'm sure because my mom sang in a choir. I heard the songs. You know what I'm saying? And when mm-hmm. when I came out, my I knew I was loved. I I knew I was loved. I, I yes, want, indeed. I know I'm loved now by my family members. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, I, I, isn't it? I, it's such a very, very important thing, and I, you know, and I give it away. I give it away. Some people, um, they're not able to accept the concentrated love that I have, and they, they misconstrue it, and they, they take it for wrong reasons and so forth and so on. But what happens in it, because... It was given to me whole. I kept it whole, and I still walk with it whole. No matter what you do, that's your problem. You know what I'm saying? It's not mine. I still continue to give out that love energy. You can't stop it. I even even in my. It's not that I get heartbroken or anything. I'm disappointed. I'm not. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I, I do too. But it, it is an eternal flame, mm-hmm. and you don't have to give it away to share it. Mm-hmm. You can you can you can you can ignite a spark within someone else and still have that flame within you. That's right. And that's the that's part of it that's eternal. Right. And so you don't lose anything by sharing it with someone. You actually gain. 
to gain. Exactly. And I, that's what I found across time, that what's happening is getting larger and larger. And exactly. I have, I have more to give, and I have more to give, and I have, I have mm-hmm. more to give. I, oh, I will never poison myself by, you know, being hostile and, and being ugly. No, I want to love. I, you know, come here. Let come me on Hug, you know. I don't want you know. I'm all turned up and crazy. No, I don't want to be that way. That's not how I I I see life. That's not how I live. My father got out of his car every night and screaming and hollering for my sister and my brother and I. It was only me at first, and then they, the two of them, came. And my father lifted us up in his arms. He was six six. He lived, so he'd take up two at a time when there became three. But when there was only me, he held me and he kissed me and he, with his beard, scratching the hell out of me. But so what? I knew my dad <laughs> loved me and I loved That's him. That's what's up. That's a beautiful thing. That's I, it. I'm going to have to get off this call, y'all. I, I got to go in here and spend some time with, with, with the love of my life. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed this call. I really did. I'm looking forward to the next show. Yes, indeed. Thank you so much for your time and for sharing that light and that truth and that love and that fine poetry. Until and next time. I'm going to get that, that, that link to you. I, I promise mm-hmm. you, I'm going to go find it and get it. If not tonight, definitely first thing tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace and love. I want to acknowledge, it looks like Master Scribe joined us. Welcome, Master Scribe. Hey. Hey, hey. We were in deep discussion. I apologize. Normally I see callers when they first call in, and I um, give you your shout-out. Thank you so much for um, stopping past and joining us tonight. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't um, imbue because I <laughs> we <laughs> we um, he was on one of my subjects. Yes, he was. Yes, he mm-hmm. was. We man, he was on one of my subjects. You know what I'm saying? They don't even understand, boy. When they talking about that pineal gland, they got to be talking about that melatonin. You got to be talking about that melatonin and um. Hold on, give me, give me, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Right with, uh, okay. Anyway, when you're talking about that pineal gland, you gotta be talking about the melatonin and the melanin. You know what I'm saying? And when you when you go into discussing that that inner that inner or third eye, what they want to call it, that that little little kernel of corn. You know, we ancestrally. Uh, have the pineal gland, and all races of people have the pineal gland. But the fact of the matter is, is that other races' pineal gland has been calcified. And you know, when that when that pineal gland is properly activated, it moves us from our lower self, our lower nature, to our higher self. And even 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 if you even look in the Bible, I think if you look somewhere in Genesis um, thirty one thirty or thirty thirty one, Jacob talks about the pineal gland. You know, um, uh, and we and we you know we just we are just 
we we just don't know how to activate it. And the reason why we don't know how to activate it is because it's already activated, but we take it to its lowest property because the way we eat and the way we treat our That's bodies. That's true. Yes, indeed. Dieting. And, and when people people um, um, understand what exactly what that pineal gland does, it I mean you using that pineal gland every day because that inner eye that inner eye that pineal gland senses light and darkness is it it is it, it, the it tells our bodies what to do in its functions it 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 sets the pace and the rhythm of the body you know people don't even know. You know what I'm saying? And people just don't know because they don't search and they don't study. You know what I'm saying? And they don't they don't they don't even understand that the pineal gland is responsible for producing serotonin, one of the major uh uh uh, uh hormones in our body. You know? No, they don't. Hello? Yes, you're still with us. Hey. Okay. okay. Yeah, and so you know, it's 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 important to understand exactly all the jobs that that pineal gland has. You know, because it, what what without knowing, you wouldn't you don't know how to to treat your body. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you got to you got to understand that melatonin and 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 serotonin. All that is produced by the pineal gland, and and those two major uh, 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 hormones is two of the major factors that make the body work. Yeah. Without them working presently and pleasantly, well, then you 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 off your time zone. And that means you out of balance. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and it's behind. It's behind the third ventricle. Now, isn't that something? It's behind the third ventricle in the brain. How about that? Right. And you know, <laughs> that, you know that they are, they are, they have synthetically made, sir, uh, they have synthetically made melanin. Yes. But you know. Mm-hmm. You know I heard about that. And they even yeah. have it in tablet form. Yeah. Some of, of, of the uh, Europeans are taking it. In tablet form. They are fools because, you see, the difference is, is we have natural we have natural melanin. Yes. But when you take it and you add chemicals to it, you see, and you put that chemical in your body, well, then your body reacts to that chemical. And, and it reacts to that chemical on a sub-level and a subatomic level and a... Uh, unnatural level. So you put that melatonin, that melanin in your body, it's going to change to something else. So what are you getting? Nothing. You're getting problems. Yes, right. They don't even know what that what that synthetic melanin, uh, melanin is going to do. They got a whole bunch of guinea pigs walking around. Fool. You know? They want to be yeah. dark so bad. Yeah. If you want to be dark, you should have been born dark. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Dark. It's more than just them wanting to be dark. Did you hear the latest? They yeah, said the, the melanin also protects against certain diseases. But you understand, 
It's not you just the color that they want. You're not going to change the pigmentation of what you are. Right. You can't do that. It's cellular. You understand? That's it's right. It's cellular. And you're not going to change that. If you change that, you're going to change, you're going to change that own being into something else. See, white people don't, white people don't want to admit the fact that, that they are the lower, lower form of us. You understand? They don't want to admit that. Come on. They don't, they don't want to admit that they are the lower the weaker. form of us. That they, that, that because, because they the ones who committed the crimes against humanity, and they are the ones who've been depigmentated. You just see what I'm saying? They're the ones who are in, in, that, in that messed up correlation of genetic inability to produce that sufficient amount of melanin. You know what I'm saying? So if you, if you see the reason why they don't have melanin because they was in violation, and that's why they're called Caucasians, and that's the way Caucasians are animals, as they as 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 their own book states it. They are the ones who was up in the Caucasus Mountains on the border of China and Russia, living in the damn caves and smell and they smell like a damn cesspool in in a broken pipe main in and, New York. You see? So, oh my lord! But so that's it, real, friend. I know, they, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Woo. They, they, they're trying to, wow. They, they already know that they're the weakest people on the face of this earth, and they, they, they now are coming to understand that that melanin protects us. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a protection. They understand that we send out distinguished from them, and they don't like that stuff because their pineal gland has been calcified, and they don't understand that why their body burn when they mm-hmm. get out in the sun. They burn up like a piece of paper and they be walking around like like they they got leaper sores all on them. They skin I've seen it, them. yes. It's scary. I've actually die. seen oh my, it's scary. Yeah. And they wonder why it. that why we our bodies behave different from theirs because mm-hmm. we got that pure melanin and I that Melanin responds to and absorbs light energy and sound energy. Yes. That's why we can, that's why we can dance. That's why we can dance like we do with rhythm, and they be bouncing around like they've been in car accidents. You know? mm-hmm. Yes, I'm yes. I'm tell you what it is. You yes. know what I'm saying? So, so to, but but melanin <laughs> that that necessary property that we have that makes us receptive to energy. It makes us receptive to the environment it's oh girl don't get me started <laughs> already, already started and from the sun and from the sun that, 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 that's why white people run around eating trees and shit you know what i'm saying because the trees wasn't healthy for them because they couldn't absorb the chlorophyll to make their bodies healthy. See, you get a black person or a white person, you sit them out in the jungle, that white person will dehydrate before that black person will because that melanin has a strong frequency to the vibratory motions of these black men and women. You understand? Uh-huh. You understand? They don't, they don't know nothing about their vibration because their vibration is the lowest thing on the face of this earth. But yet they want to run around and call me a, a, a nigger. But uh-uh. that's them. 
Don't they don't they don't understand that they was a nigga before I was? Cause and they still a nigga cause they the low down dirtiest person, stinky person, dumbest person on the face of this earth. That's, That's right. why God didn't give them a crown. That's why He stuck their ass in the cave. Woo! You know, and the and that one that white boy uh, with um, uh, the Tower of Babel. Mm. A Jew. Mm. He's a Jew. He's a Jew. And he said the reason why Hitler was getting rid of mm-hmm. was the bastard Jews, and the real Jews are the black. Yes, people. yes. I have a copy of that letter. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Let me just let me explain something to you here, so you'll understand. Uh, you ever heard of this dude named uh, Moses Marmonese? Moses, mama, spell it. M A I M O N I D E S. He was a, he was he was he was in 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 in, in the eleven hundreds to twelve hundreds. He was uh, supposed to be one of the great sages of Judaism, uh, who uh, supposedly had had the interpretations of the laws of Moses to to guide the uh, Jews from uh, back in the day. But what what people don't understand is because people don't search and do their own work. Right. But he taught the slave traders, mm-hmm. he taught the slave traders how to enslave us and dehumanize us, and then he set in motion the European slave trade to Africa. Oh, you understand? Okay. Okay. Mark, he was he was a he was a, a powerful dude in the middle uh, of the medieval Jews because he thought black people people of color were slaves and cattle and that we was part of the natural order in, uh, in the Middle East of commerce. You you feel me? I got mm-hmm. you. I got you. you know, so I'm just, and I'm he not. was a German. He wasn't a, a pure uh, what we no, would call a Hebrew. He was right. definitely German, and they are the ones that went over into Israel and stole the tradition, the stole the language, stole everything from the true Hebrews, which mm-hmm. were not white skinned. No, no. They came over into Israel. Even the Arabs, they came over into. They migrated into. They were not there. That's how come. All the original people were as black, and and the scriptures teach that they were as black as the, uh, uh, like sackcloth, dark, very dark. Yes. That people even okay. That's why Hitler was killing them. That's why Hitler was exterminating their ass. Because they were they were lying. They They weren't no. They wasn't the real original people. And then and then. People don't even understand that that uh, Hitler, when Hitler found out that he was part Jew, he went down there crazy. Exactly, exactly. So he started killing. He was killing his own damn people. He didn't realize that Jewish people over there was over there for. And and days. and the foolishness of of even with they Hitler, were, all he had to do was look in the mirror. He didn't have blue eyes. He didn't have blonde yeah. hair. So see, he was yeah. being. Programmed, he was conditioned to do what he did. Someone taught him, and, yep. and that's why it's important that we uh, teach our own children. We need to have schools to educate our own people 
because uh, if we're not, then our people are going to be miseducated, which has happened throughout the centuries. Still going mm-hmm. on because we don't have anything of our own, and it still continues to this very day. That's very the problem. And I love how you shared about your um, one of your ancestors my starting aunt, a school. My great and, aunt, uh, yes, ma'am. My yes. great aunt, my great auntie. In fact, um, I went to the school because I was down south a very good part of my early life. My mom mm-hmm. did not want me to be, and every summer I was down south, every Easter, whatever, Resurrection Sunday, uh, Resurrection time, the two weeks that you were out, every Christmas I was in the south. I was not in New York, okay? Right, right. And, my, and my, when I, in my younger years, my auntie, my auntie taught school in my great auntie's school, okay? So yes. there were five of us with me, so she had to take us to school because two of them were in school and three of us, we didn't go to school yet, but we had to go, you know, because we were, we were girls and the boys were gone on to school. They're a little bit older than us, and we had no one to watch us. Our uncle, he couldn't watch us. You know, that wasn't going to happen. And so my auntie took me with her. And I participated in school. I participated so deep in school, Fran. When I came back home and they enrolled me in school, I told the people that I, I went to school in, in Tableton, Georgia. And, and they went looking for records. Girl, you know they couldn't find no records. But I could read. I could write mm-hmm. my name. I could, I could tell them. And they slapped the dog tag, and, and, I, and I, I can pick up very quickly. Slap the dog tag around my neck, you know, because my father was in the service, and it was during, you know, uh, the the uh, the war thing, Korean War. And, okay. And so now, now, um, I I can I got all the numbers off. I can read them. I know my address. I still remember the telephone number today. I still remember the telephone number, and they thought that my mother was cueing me some type of way to do this. Um, and they they realized that mom well my mom explained to them that you know this girl went to school with our our people you know down in rural Georgia yeah you know yeah my auntie couldn't put up with the crap from the white man okay it was enough and so she set out and she started her own school and then she graduated them out of there and they went to Fort Valley State College you know mm mm-hmm. mhm. You know, and and then they went on further. And then I have one auntie, my my mommy's baby sister, graduated from Columbia University. You know, with a B uh, with a B plus in those days. You know what I'm saying? That was right. that wasn't. Um, I'll never forget those things. You know, and it's always hurt mm-hmm. me. You know, but yeah, you know, and 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 the white man, they hate that. I had a, my seventh grade teacher. She hated me because I, you know, I. In, in my study, she hated me. Friends, she hated mm, me. And she, mm-hmm. did, she tried to discourage me, told me that I wasn't college material, that I would never go to college and never graduate. I got two degrees. How about that one? Mm-hmm. And working on the third one, getting ready to go back in, and I'm going to get that doctorate. I'm going to get that. You know, but I. You better get it, then. You better get it. I am gonna get it. So I and you know, it's just really. 
you know, what we have to really uh, instill within the youth today is we know there's injustices. Injustices have been from the very beginning in this land, in America. What you have to do is get yourself in a position where you can impact change. A lot of the youth today don't vote for some for religious reasons. They'll, you know, hell and say, you know, based on my religion, I don't vote. But I've heard many of them say, I don't vote because they're all puppets. Mm. And my response to that is this. Someone lost their life Mm. so that you could have that right to vote. So in honor of that, in respect to your elders, just vote. Keep it coming. Find out which candidate represents those things that you are in support of. And it doesn't have to be a Democrat. It doesn't have to be a Democrat. It could be an independent party candidate. But find out who represents you and what what you what you hold as dear, what sentiments you hold right. as dear to your heart. And that's who you vote for. You don't have to be any party. You can be independent. This is a wonderful time to be able to have, to live in a society where you have that right and that privilege granted where you can vote. And I say, now imagine if you were overseas right now, if you were over in uh, Saudi Arabia, or one of those other countries where they're in an uproar, they're divided because you have one half of the people that they're not for anything that resembles America's democracy or the whole democratic process, and you didn't have that right. Now, then you'd be ready to die or vote or do whatever. You know, it's like don't let it have to come to that. Exercise your right while it's a right and privilege to you. Because believe you me, that hour and that day is upon us where it ain't going to be a right and privilege for all of us anymore. You can already see where things are already in process of beginning to change. We're in a police state. Francine, Francine, everything we walk out our front door and see, Every day is an illusion. It's a what, honey? It's what? It's an illusion. Illusion, yes, yes. We we, we see it the way we see it because we want to see it that way. There's no such thing as American freedom. Mm. There's no thing as world freedom. When people start to understand what the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is, they will understand that it is nothing but the preamble to a corporation. Okay. And that corporation has the right to do what they do in their corporation. But they get the illusion that it's all under the law. But if it was all under the law, then why is it that there's a private entity that can print our money that the president can't tell 
other companies what to do, and then the company can just literally bend us over a barrel and screw us and take our money with no get back. And then, around, and then you then you turn around and task the general public, the world public, with bringing the corporation out of debt. How about that? So how, how is it that a country that it says in their constitution, well, I'm saying it's the constitution, but it's the preamble in the Bill of Rights to those corporations, how is it that the corporation, if we were a free country, how is it we can't print our own money? Why is it that we have to borrow from the private bank when we have the right in the Constitution to print our own money? Oh, how about, how about what? What? Well, tell me, what entity on the face of this earth has the power to make you pay federal income tax? Federal income tax is illegal. Yes, it it's is. It's the Constitution. Yes, it is. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. Land tax is illegal. Paying tax for your dog on land. That is illegal. That's it. why I tell everybody, I tell everybody, when you're going to buy, when you're going to buy a house, you look at what you're doing. You're buying the house. You're not buying the land. That's it. You buying the house? You ain't You're buying, buying the house. What they're telling you is, after after you take the loan out for thirty years, the banks, mm-hmm. and then they want if they want to put a highway through your land, they're gonna give you an eminent domain notice and tell you to get up and get out. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they're gonna negotiate with you to make it look fair, but then they ain't gonna want to pay you what you want. Then they're gonna tell you either take this or we're gonna just move you out and then run over your house and build our freeway. You don't have no, America don't have no rights. Rights is an illusion. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that you brought that out, and I do have to say I apologize because I used that word, but that's so very true. We don't. Our civil liberties, we're still fighting for them. And um, as a people that are still declared not to uh, be connected with their actual uh, land geographical mass, because we're called what? Black. We're not even really called African American mm. anymore. They're just calling us mm. black. So, mm. I mean, how much uh, can we really claim with that status? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least the Europeans, <laughs> look, you're calling them Europeans. They can go back to Europe. Mm-hmm. But for us, I mean, we're, 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 it's like where to? And, and I've even heard it said um, there's been many who went to Africa thinking that we would be accepted. And a lot like of them are saying we're not purebloods. Nope. 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 We sure ain't. So, I mean, you know, we got to really find out who we really are. That's what I say to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why they call in us everything but our true selves. They don't want us to know who we are. That we're all mm-hmm. mixed up, and they, I believe that they injected themselves into us to mix us up and keep us divided, further divided. That's how come mm-hmm. they call in us three-fifths of something. It's not three-fifths of humane. They know we're human, but if we, we're not 
they're not three fifths whole, whatever it is. We all mm-hmm. we got. I I, I got. And those I, were who? Those were white man, uh, masons that made that decision as to to what our status or or were whether we was going to be declared human or not. Well, excuse me, before they was whoever they called themselves to be founding fathers, which we found out they weren't the originals uh, that were here first, mm-hmm. um, uh, they needed to know how to establish government. And George Washington was taught, educated by an original. Mm-hmm. Some folks was let out of the penitentiary over there, friend. Them ain't no qualified people. They didn't know nothing. They came over here not knowing how to set up a tent. And they didn't even know how to plant a tree. They, they didn't know how to plant seed in the earth and didn't know how to cultivate and didn't know how to reap and and didn't even know how to uh, clean their own bodies. They brought their own nasty disease over here and wiped out the Indians, started killing them off with the smallpox and the rats and everything that they brought with them because they were so filthy on the ship coming over. They didn't even have sex because they had come out the jailhouse where they were pooping right there in the doggone cell, I guess, or wherever, peeing in there. It must have smelled a horror. And and coming across the seas, they was too ignorant to dip water out of that doggone ocean and clean themselves up. And they just came with them filthy rags that they had on and presented themselves to these shores and brought all them disease. They wiped out three-quarters of Europe one time with the Black Plague. That's right. And because of sanitary conditions, if they would have known how to clean themselves and keep the environment clean, a lot of that would not have been as widespread as it was. It's that way now. They're filthy. I was just sharing with somebody about this big supervisor, big hoop dupe supervisor, and her husband is some kind of diamond cutter and setter and all this madness and whatnot. This big nasty frog went to the bathroom and did all that she she had. And see, and I know her belongings because I'm security. Mm. I happened to come into the bathroom, and guess what? She's in there. And so, um, you know, she's in the bathroom doing all that she has to do and carrying on back there in the stall. And then just gather. I ain't heard no water run. That heifer gathered up them bags, girl, and went on out the door. Whenever she's at my gate, I'm telling you, I, I don't want to get near the gate. I want to just press the electronic button and let her go. I don't want her to touch nothing. Do not, lady, don't put your hands on me. And I'm so thankful that for that time that I was there, that she always had her badge. Otherwise, I would have wound up having to touch this crazy woman, and she's nasty. Mm-hmm. I tell you. Well, we're seeing, we're seeing for ourselves. We're seeing for ourselves. It's not what they call us. It's what we answer to. My name is Lois Marie. That's what I answer to. It's what we answer to. And I think for the longest time we've been listening to them calling us all kinds of names. They've been calling us everything but the truth. Mm-hmm. They've been calling us everything but the truth. And if you hear it enough, you start believing it. 
I, well, Fran, I ain't no N-I-G-G-E-R. That's not my name. My name is Lois Marie. And not, all yeah. we got to do is what? When they call my us something that we man. not, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't answer. I don't answer my you. Is you going to address me by my name or you going to address me by Mr. Man or sir? That's it. We can't be answering to anything. Even and it comes down to it. Even as far as black, black what, black who, black what, black. I mean, you know, are you acknowledging me as being black and 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 having a distinguished well, see, status what they don't as black, or are you just talking about me as black in a negative manner, well, like see, to belittle me? Francine, what they don't understand is black is not a color. Black is a nation. You understand? Black is not a color. Black is a nation. That's what the part they don't get. We're <laughs> not color. We are a they nation. Get, they well, get I color. don't refer they get to... Color. color comes out of the nation. You understand? Color comes out of the nation.
He wear me. He wear me better than I wear that meat coat you bought me. And he he make me fall out of my shoes every time I see him. He make me weak in the knees. And when he when I give it to him, he smells like the finest cologne from Europe that's ever yeah. made. Yeah, that's what I now I have to say you I believe in the truth now. And, uh, and one thing I can also say too, a lot of uh Caucasian women that got pregnant because they were um having relations with a man of color, a lot of them, especially if they were young, um, their parents would send them up north. If they mm-hmm. lived in the South, and that mm-hmm. baby was put up for adoption, and a lot of us have loved ones that were products of that. Mm-hmm. 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 But I'm yes, very, indeed. I, I'm very, very sorry. I, I, you know, my great great grandparents had to, great great grandmama had to deal with that there. Uh, but see, that was forced on her. I can't handle that. I will struggle with a brother from now on. And when I say struggle, I don't mean fighting with them. I because mm-hmm. you know our poor brothers have so much, so much stacked against them. Let me be with my brother. Let me let me, let me deal with my brother. I don't want to go nowhere. I mean, I know you can fall, you can fall in love with this and that and a three and a four. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. I guess you know. But for me. I, I I I'm sorry. I he 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 got to look like my daddy. If he ain't looking like my daddy, I don't think so. I really don't. I you know I, it hasn't been tried on me. I guess maybe because I haven't been in the place for it to happen. Not prejudice, you know, but I I just like my brothers. And like you say, they 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 smell a certain way. Yes, they do. And, and there is nothing like a clean, fresh black man. Uh, you can put your head anywhere on him, under his arms, anywhere, you know, if he takes care of himself, you know, he just smells yeah, it. You know, but, but, you know, the fact the fact of the matter is, man, that <clears throat> white women want to want to want to date black men because they 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 be they've been told over and over again the same weapon they used back in that day is coming back to haunt them because now they're so curious about a black man what he got between his zipper and how he performed in bed you know what i'm saying and, right. and, and, and 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 a white woman gets bored with a white man because all he do is go to he go out drink with his buddies get drunk come home beat him up have sex with him, wake up in the morning, beat him up again, tell him they better have a house clean, you know what I'm saying? And they, they be in so much friction, she get tired of all of that, you know what I'm saying? They, he don't, they, he don't they, romance her. He don't bring they, no romance white to it. White, white women date black men because they are rebelling against their own race. You mm. feel me? Mm. They are rebelling, and, and they don't want to They don't want to say it. They don't mm. want to say it, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And the white women ain't nothing but whores. That's mm-hmm. all they are. They, well, they, they, I'm going to say something. That forefathers and foremothers did to us, and they don't. And, and what? They, what? What? I'm going to say something before we go a little too far out there because the truth is the light. Now we got to remember. Always keep in mind. What one group does 
what happens is like, okay, the white females dating the, dating the black male is going on with the black male dating the white females. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying. It, and it I'm not, uh, we're not going to argue and debate. This is what we're going to do. Because we're not going to go on and on on that topic either because that's going away from what the show was even about. Okay. But what we have to keep in the forefront, and this is the truth of the matter, in order for a people to continue populating this earth, they have to continue to procreate within their own. Mm-hmm. A lot of people um, for the longest time have said different things against different uh, men and different women that spoke very strongly about this. Mm-hmm. This is not a thing about racism. But if all of the whites or Europeans stop procreating, Amongst their own, mm-hmm. there won't be any more European. Right. If all of the African, or we'll just say the, the African diaspora, because we're so diverse, it's, it's, we're all over the place now. Mm-hmm. We were spread all over. Stop procreating amongst their own. There will be no more African diaspora so what we have to do and this is where the truth really uh comes in because it's not even a thing about this jungle fever and all this stuff hollywood does a lot to uh promote uh behaviors too um what has to be done is and i've heard it said black love the truth about black love needs to be seen more it needs to be seen more publicly. It needs to be seen more in terms of uh, media, multimedia. We need to hear it more in the music. And I ain't talking about just Jack and Jill went up the hill and Jack got hot in the pants. and just, No, I'm talking about real black love. Like they lived together. They were 70 years old, still in love. Yeah. And they had a family together. They raised children. They had grandchildren. We need more promoting procreation within our nation. That's right. And and the more we see that, because from what I've been seeing, a lot, even a lot of these new movies is very subtle. It's all this black and white mixed couples, black and white, black and white. Even these um, new uh, uh Daytime sitcoms mm-hmm. um, and dramas and all, black and white, black and white. I said, wait, 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 if it's just always black and white, black and white, what about the continuing of a nation? So you got to see what's going, what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of psychological warfare. We've got to start guarding our minds more and, and helping our youth in that regard to know, to to discern and to understand, no, love, it starts, and, and, and yeah, it starts at home. It starts within your own first. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to go outside and explore and date, that's one thing. Now, I always say dating, nothing wrong with dating. Mm-hmm. Date whoever. Mm-hmm. But when you make a decision who you want to procreate with, mm-hmm. 
please. I think you better know, know your own. Charity starts at home. They whoever learn, find, explore. That's life. Most most uh, and people don't want to talk about the truth, but most of the African nations and they call it polygamy or whatever. Uh, they had wives of all different um, uh, provinces and lands, and 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 they had concubines and all. Really, that's explorative. That's more of like the dating, trying to find. But the woman that they called their queen mm-hmm. was of their own people. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. Abraham studied all of the, the legendary men that were great men that impacted, whether it was religion, faith, uh, the world. Their queens were of their own nation. It's a reason for that. Right. It's a reason for that. And we've got to remember that. Love starts. At home, it starts within your own nation. Charity begins at home and spreads abroad. It really does. It begins and it ends there. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Hollywood got us going all crazy. Jungle mm-hmm. fever, everything all over the place, and here and there, and fever, mm-hmm. this and this and that, and this. And that. It don't work, and mo- for the most part, it's not gonna last. Right. Right. It's explorative. It's 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 a, a trendy thing. Even with a lot, you find out a lot of these uh, couples. A lot of them. Um, well, I like this about him. I like that about him. But you never really got to know him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not love. I don't count that as love. No, that's not love. Takes a minute to grow. You know, and it grows. It has a growth. You know. When you know anything, it's that way. It ain't nothing that you be doing and putting together to make it happen. You know, if you do that, man, that's that means that you're putting stuff together and it'll be temporal. But when it starts growing from a sprout, from a root that you can't even see, oh, baby, then you got some good love. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's all about. And everybody thinks that going to bed is some kind of love. You know, are you serious? And... Yeah, we really need it it's a it's it has to be a resurgence even with black family values and just pictures and just promotions of what black love really is is not seen today. At one time there was this uh um like a a re, resurgence of that. And we would see it in the movies and see pictures and see more open public uh, posters, pictures, and, and, and all promoting that. But now it's just all this uh, mixing and, and it's confusion. And, it, I, you know, you don't see it. You don't see it anymore. And you I might see suggest- one black man and four white women. I saw this one picture. I said, what in the world? Four different white women, they were all posed in very provocative ways around this one black man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or um, you see one black woman and you might see an Asian or someone else, Latina, but it's not two black people loving each other and expressing openly their love. Mm-hmm. 
that's, for each other or sabotage. even as and and that's because that's what they're not wanting exactly. a return of and so we've got to now we've got to uh instill this is the image to the youth we got to tell them this is what you're not seeing but this is what is real too and yes it's possible it is possible and i know it's possible and all we have to mm-hmm. do is all we have to do is stay the course on it. You know, we it, it's something that you want to do. I know it's something that I want to see. You know, I want to see it again, you know, because I know it's mm-hmm. possible. It's very, very, very possible, you know. But you can't, you know, see people come into relationships now with, you know, he got to buy me a diamond ring so I can sport it and show everybody and talk about it and so forth and so on. Mm-hmm. He got to have a car you know, it's got to be a certain type of car. He, you know, he got to have a certain type of job where he can take me out to dinner every night. That is absolutely ridiculous. I, you know, I wouldn't. I, you're not taking me to any of these nasty places to be eating every night. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to happen. Um, and 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 the, the values, the absolute values mm-hmm. to have a relationship are all turned and twisted around because what what they want to do is get into a relationship and show off like what they've seen in the you know in the movies in the movies that's where it comes first and then they may happen to see a couple out on the street they got three dollars over lunch money and you know and he's really doing you know sporting her around and sporting her up and all that kind of stuff and whatnot and and they're, they're not really um, looking for the love of this brother, you know. That's not what's up. And, and, it's, and it just turns crazy and stuff, you know. We just don't have that love energy in our nation. It's just not there. It's just yeah. not there. It's like it's a rare, it's almost like it's a rare find. It's, it's not what we're seeing enough of. That's you're, what it is. You're and, blessed and, if you have it. Right. And and it is it's alive. It exists. Yes. And unfortunately it's just been our minds have been turned in a different way of mm-hmm. thinking to ex to settle for something less than that. Less and than and that. that's what we can't afford because then the whole nation uh, continuing is at risk now. Like even uh, someone brought to my attention, and it's true. Now, if the homosexual mm. uh, population continues mm. to increase, mm. what's going to happen as far as humanity? Babies, babies being born, there will be none. That's the whole. That's yeah, the it's whole, like that's can we see idea. things in that light? I mean, I'm not trying to uh, be critical and judgmental or prejudiced or anything against any group of people. But, uh-huh. I mean, you know, That's if that was to continue on and increase and escalate, then the you're talking about a, a end of a continuation of humanity. Yeah, and, and, and what what's going on, but if you notice that our brothers are being taken over by leaps and bounds with this madness. And they they set their theirs into motion with their people and put them onto our people 
in order to infect them with this food. I was told they even putting stuff in the food and the water. Now, this is when I was done. I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I hope the Almighty judges this planet right now. Mm-hmm. But that, I really you, feel that way because plan. when you go on to that degree mm-hmm. and you actually putting things mm-hmm. into the water, putting things into the earth, mm-hmm. putting things into the animals that you know is going to impact on human life and change their their body chemistry mm-hmm. and cause a male to start even having female tendencies that naturally wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that, that's So, see, we got to see this thing. It's going, see, and I knew something was up when I heard they were trying to say that homosexuals are born that way. I said, you wait know, a minute. Now they're doing is. something. They're doing something. You mm-hmm. got to look at it, between, read between the lines. That's right. They're doing something scientifically now. That's right. You know. Because remember, well. they're not going to make a claim and not have evidence to back Some it up because you know it ain't going to stand. And you know darn they're well God smart ain't put no, no God to ain't know put, you can't do that. You know God ain't put no boy in no girl's body and no girl in no boy's body. He is not that dumb, okay, to do something like that. And exactly. if and if and if and if it were so. And they all run into church talking about how much they love the Lord. I don't think I'd be loving him too much, okay, if I was in the wrong body. You it's know, it's, just, a, it's absolutely confusion. Ludicrous. It really is. It's well, that's confusion. What it's about. And that's what's happening. I mean, when you're looking and you're seeing now, it's just, you know, the churches are overrun by it. Yes, ma'am. They got a church here in Florida. They're overrun by it. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but they I think it might have run across Facebook. And he married to a, a man. The preacher is married to a man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh, my god. I goodness. mean, they're overrun by it. And, and mm-hmm. some of the pastors, um, unfortunately, it's like they feel they're, in, they're so intimidated because the numbers mm-hmm. are so many. And now with the laws being what they are, the pastors mm-hmm. have to, they feel they have to cater mm-hmm. and they're the to quiet, that group. They're the and quiet so director. a whole lot of changes are, are uh, taking place and being made. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sharing with someone, I went online, I saw this Bible, and it said the gay Bible. Yeah. And it's a white Bible, and mm-hmm. the cross is a rainbow. And they changed the, they, they've changed and they some scriptures. And they took out passages of scripture, yeah. any passage changed that them out. speaks took against. Yes. Homosexuality. Homosexuality. That is just disgraceful. And the whole, you know, Solomon, all of that is out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, we're headed for sure destruction. You know, there's an intimate de- um, um, uh, judgment on, on this earth coming very, very soon. That's how come we have all of these uh, these plagues and disease and stuff. You know, they're, they're actually plagues. You know, they, they have been opened and, and released on the earth because these people have not done what they were supposed to do and just open up these channels and open up them broad and all this stuff is just coming through. And, you know, um, we who who have light, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to continue to look in that direction. And, I mean, you know, we can put down a little information here and there, you know, whatever, you know, you have to do, um, you know, to be on your assignment. You have to do what you have to do. 
And we have to keep right on stepping. And, you know, I hear you with the shortwave radio. Man, I've been thinking about we that for have years. Because I said this power is going to go out. When that happened in New York City about maybe five or so years ago, mm-hmm. I said, you know what, that's just a, a, a shadow of things to come. And I said, if if people don't prepare themselves now, what are they going to do when the power goes out? And you need to know where you can go. You well, know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. They turned um, it out down. You know, too. and other people that definitely are uh, survivalists, you know, and consciousness people that aren't going to give you some um, uh, stupid, um, you know, jive turkey talk, but going to tell you exactly, look, this is where you need to run to, this is where you need to be, because yeah. this area's hit, they're going to tell you exactly what's going on. Exactly. Um, and shortwave radio has always been consistent in that regard. For the people. Where, mm-hmm, For the people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Government does not control. No. And if it's for the people. And the government is always uh, listening in to try, you know, and see how much they do know. And they know plenty. They know plenty. Did we lose Mr. Boston? Nope. I'm listening. <laughs> well, I want to thank you all because we really hung out tonight, I tell you. It's been getting, these sessions have been getting longer and longer and longer. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to listen to the chickens. I'm trying to find out which one I'm coming to get to pull the feathers out of. Oh, my Lord. Oh, my. Well, Mr. Boston, do you have a poem that you would like to uh, share before we close out the show tonight? You want me to do a poem? You really want me to do it? I want want you to do a poem. I I was thinking that you would have come earlier and we could have did something together. Well, we could have did that, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. A regular poem. Well, you go on and do your regular poem, and I'm going to sit back and listen to it. Okay, the mic is in your hands. He's gone already. (laughs) Coming out from my cosmic mouth, landing in a world visited before. Uh Exposing them to the wonders of outer space and the joys of of the cosmic explorer. Uh He pointed out that such a picture would relieve Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.